0: Free Talk Live. And you're welcome to join us here. The number for you to take control of the airway and bring up anything that you want to talk about at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Conan. Coming up tonight, Aria's got an update on Lambda, the Google AI that one of their... ethicists i think said that uh, this was like two months ago said that it's sentient and then google put him on administrative leave and then subsequently fired him over violating his non-disclosure agreement uh we've been following that case pretty closely so we'll get an update on uh, on what's going on with lambda plus the uh, european energy you want to call it a crisis a self-made crisis they did this to themselves uh, there's some interesting developments there as well. But we're actually going to start out a little closer to home here uh, with uh, John Michael DeMay. He is one of the, I believe, founders of Rise Up New Hampshire, uh, riseupnh.org. Now, John Michael, welcome to Free Talk Live. Thanks so much. Yeah, you uh you live out here in the Cheshire County area of New Hampshire and you had approached me um about possibly coming on the show and I said well you know we do a national show this isn't necessarily I we probably have a handful of listeners at best in the in the Cheshire County area. I don't know. We have no idea, right? That's true. Uh, I mean, we're not on any radio stations yeah, at here at this time. We're not on radio in in local uh, the local area. But there's something going on that you guys are putting together that may be a benefit the concept, at least, I thought would be interesting to talk about, that other people might be able to kind of take in their local area and duplicate it. Before we get into what that event is, let's talk a little bit about what Rise Up New Hampshire is. When was it formed? What led to its uh, formation?
1: Well, uh, thanks for having me on again. Rise Up New Hampshire came about because of all the COVID mandate crazy stuff that we saw happening. And I think it was just a a bunch of us in Keene initially that were came together and put together a um, petition to stop uh, kids from being masked. Uh, A little good did that do, because we didn't know really the mass formation that was coming into being at that point. But that's kind of what got us going. And uh, I actually wrote a book about um, my observations about the early COVID era. Most of it was written in uh, April, May, June of 2020. Uh, but then that, so just it just ballooned to a website. And, uh, you know, we most of us are in most of us who are uh, members are in the Monadnock region. But we have people from around the state and we put on a bunch of events uh, similar to the one we'll be talking about uh, tonight. And, you know, our I think our purpose is like a lot of other people, other places around the country and the world. We're just you know, trying to find common cause. I'm a, I'm a former You know, Ursatz Democrat slash liberal who you know, the I say the party left me. I I certainly have libertarian tendencies, uh conservative viewpoints on on many things, including social justice issues. Uh and so we're finding, you know, a big tent. Um and we're, you know, we're you know, people are tired of it. And there are a lot of other groups doing different types of things in New Hampshire that are important and necessary, and we're just we're just one and you know, we we help network with all those other groups. So the event that we're talking about tonight was kind of a natural outgrowth of that.
0: It's interesting that you described your, your own personal journey as having come from the left. When you looked at kind of the, what protest movements existed against COVID, especially, you know, right after it first started, it seemed to be pretty right wing. The A lot of the events out in Concord that I attended, you saw a bunch of Trump flag wave uh, waving people. And if the left was there, they were really quiet about, uh, about it. What's your uh, impression, having been, you know, two years uh, on at this point, you know, looking at the uh, the support for Rise Up New Hampshire, are you getting people from all across the the political spectrum? Is it heavier one side than it is another? Or is there a lot of people from the left that are uh, upset about the covid crackdowns?
1: Well, we, we don't ask people's uh, political affiliation when they come to us, but we do have conversations. And you're yeah. absolutely right. I mean, there are people, uh, you know, I would say the majority of people are more uh, right oriented or libertarian oriented, which. I don't necessarily think libertarian is right. No, I, yeah, thank I, you know, for that. You're like right. Yeah. I don't like the models, right? Uh, and how they how they put that. But yes, um, uh, in fact, you know, you probably know because you're from the county as well here in Cheshire County, uh, that it's you know it's considered a liberal corner of the state. It is. Yeah, so we have Keene State College, we have Antioch, we've got you know that sort of thing. Uh, it's Dartmouth uh, is not far away, and so uh, this is considered sort of that corner of the state. But you know, a lot of the people that uh, joined me, in fact, initially. Uh, were, um, you know, once liberals, um, mm-hmm. but, but those who had really been more awake to things, like people who have been involved in the 9-11 truth movement, for example. So though they might have had those tendencies, they they certainly had their uh, ear to the ground. And I would say, you know, to answer your other question, over the course of time, uh, I, I would say that the um, the tent has gotten bigger, largely because I think at this point we're just seeing the Adverse events from from the jab,
0: and mm-hmm.
1: I, I think people are understanding generally more of the psyop that we're under in the Great Reset and that kind of thing. Yeah, the so, lies
0: are you know are starting to unravel to anybody who's paying attention. I I marked for uh, for show prep here tonight. I mean, just also share the headline here: CNN's medical analyst now says masking stunted. Her toddler's language development. Surprise!
2: Yep, we've been saying this for two years. This
0: woman was somebody who we had talked about before, because she was a talking head going on all the television shows. Her name is Leanna Wen,
2: A A language specialist?
0: Uh, Whatever she is. Yeah, no. She's a doctor. And she was on there pushing all the masking and all the vaccinations and all the obedience. And now she's cha- she's, she's even she is changing her tune. Uh, but well, they're happened- not necessarily
3: changing their tune to say, hey, look, there were, you know, side effects. There were consequences of this. They, they would probably make the argument that, you know, yes, it stunted her child's growth.
2: But
0: It was necessary. But
3: it was for the greater
0: good. And and, or
2: they'll say the science has changed or the data has changed.
0: Maybe. And I don't have the exact quotes from her in that case. But but John Michael, what happened to the leftists who prior to 2020 and 2021, you can go back and find evidence of them saying things like, I don't trust the FDA. You can't trust uh, the pharmaceutical corporations. You know, this trust of uh, not trusting in mega corporations. all that just evaporated. How did that happen? Well, I I think it was uh,
1: basically uh, it's an authoritarian paradigm, as all parties have some level of authoritarianism. And it's it's a very tribal thing, as I'm sure you know. So everyone on the left was identifying with not Trump and the orange man bad Mm -hmm. thing, right? Uh, uh, you said it
2: earlier mass mass formation
1: yeah a- a- aka trump derangement syndrome and um so it became uh, you know a, a an element of identity politics really to to be against anything that that trump said and i did in my research early on this was back in march and april of 2020 i was you know when i think uh Trump said something about hydroxychloroquine and it was getting all this bad press. I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's a, it's a longstanding WHO essential medicine, long history of use all around the world, over the counter in a lot of areas. And, you know, as, as I did my research, I found there were studies on it that showed it was a potent antiviral. Uh, and, you know, obviously we know, we know the data that's come into being since then as, as a similar to ivermectin, but I was like, the fix is in here it's obviously we're under a complete psyop and the people on the left uh from you know all all the you know the doublespeak and, and the misinformation and censorship they were getting they went along with their their tribe and their party
0: and uh
4: they sure know, and did them, and,
0: and it, it, it even happened to the point where you could find their differences in what they said from 2020 to 2021 meaning before trump lost the election. They were a lot of them were saying, I'll never take the Trump jab. And then three months later, they're lining up to take the Trump jab because then it was the Biden jab. I mean, it's just like it, it's just it must have been mind blowing. Did you did you as somebody who might probably know people on the left? Did you get uh, pushback from some of your friends because you were being skeptical about this?
1: Well, that's that's mildly put. And I'm sure anyone who's on the left or has been on the left and tried to talk to their family or friends about it. Uh, knows that it's you know it was for the most part a losing proposition. Mm. I was trying to get people to steel man my arguments, which is you know read the research I've read, tell me that you've understood it, and then tell me if there's not something there because I was I was you know reading. I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, sure. but I, I was reading very well uh, researched people, Dr. Robert Malone, James Lyons Weiler, lots of other folks like like them, and um, you know the the, the evidence it seems to me to, be, to have been pretty clear that. Uh, This wasn't what they were saying
0: it was. John Michael DeMay is with us here from RiseUpNH.org. We're going to continue the conversation here uh, in moments. And, of course, your calls are welcome. We're talking about bringing people together to oppose this authoritarianism. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. You can join the show here if you want to jump into the conversation. You're welcome to the number. is 603-283-6160. We're talking about bringing people together of maybe disparate viewpoints. Not necessarily that they all have to agree on everything, but if they agree on an issue, in this case COVID and the associated authoritarian, tyrannical crackdowns that we've seen in the last couple of years all across the world... You know, what can we do to help move, uh, bring people together on that issue and and network with one another? And uh, we've got John Michael Demay with us here from Rise Up New Hampshire. But before we bring him back on, I do want to say thank you to Casey Masterpiece, who is a supporter of the Free Talk Live Amps Patreon, KC has joined as a gold level. Has been on, I guess, as a gold level supporter. Meaning, uh, he's doing or she don't know uh, is doing uh, at least ten bucks a month for uh, advertise, market, promote, and support. That's what Amps stands for. It's our Patreon. You can help us by going to Amps.Freetalklive.com. That's A M P S.Freetalklive.com. To do that, there as we go back to John Michael DeMay from RiseUpNH.org, and this is something that uh, I think other people can learn from. You don't have to be in New Hampshire for this to be relevant. Uh, the idea of how to oppose this tyranny how to organize people which has always been a challenge for for us libertarians the uh, the old joke is it's like herding cats to try to get libertarians on the same page and support this you know the same thing and even in uh, during the you know the worst of the covid times "Quote unquote." There were even some people who should have known better who fell for the, you know, even the libertarians who are supposed to be born critics of the government and skeptical of what it is that these uh, these government guys say. Some of them fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. The whole fear thing about, "Oh my God, I might catch something," really did work on some people. Now, I could understand it initially when when some folks didn't know anything about what was going on and all we had yep. was videos of people falling over in the streets from china sure. which was probably completely you know false you know created by the chinese government but uh I, I can understand some people falling for it initially and and some of those people did come out of the fog and they did come back to uh to being anti-government and, and skeptical but man it, it did surprise me how many people fell for this and and john michael it sounds like you were pretty surprised too with uh, folks on the left who frequent frequently would be critics of big corporations and uh, critics of uh, mega drug companies pushing their product uh, you know they just they they lined right up for this stuff yeah,
1: it was kind of hard to imagine quite honestly and uh, you know it's like you think that you could offer factual information to people and that they would go oh that that's real but because it be- had become identitarian, um, they weren't willing to hear anything uh, as I'm sure you've heard and they, uh, it was you know it's been it's been quite the journey I think for a lot of us just figuring out. Especially if having come from from the left, you know who our new uh, you know tribe is. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it was clear to me pretty early on who was talking about you know freedom of health choices, uh, freedom of association, freedom of speech, freedom of thought. And it wasn't uh, people on the left. Of course, compounded on the left by the uh, ascendant uh, social justice, uh, critical race theory, uh, you know uh, LGBTQ, you know the whole extremism uh, on, on that side. I'm not saying there aren't issues to, to deal with there. But the extremist point of view, which I think heralded a kind of a, a totalistic or totalitarian mindset, which would not brook any kind of alternative or what I've been calling since the beginning a heterodox viewpoint, heterodox just being something that's not orthodox. In mm-hmm. other words, more than one perspective might have some validity. Let's, let's re- reboot our society in such a way that you know we can be open to the heterodox, and it's not going to happen, you know, with a 30-second soundbite or some quick little cancellation takedown.
3: John, I'm curious. Uh, when all of this COVID-19 stuff and all of the lockdowns and the government overreach really escalated, uh, there were a large number of groups that formed a sp- even just here in New Hampshire, a large number of groups like um, We the People NH was one of them. Uh, the Committee of Safety was another. They'd
0: been around. Uh, but uh, well, rebuild New Hampshire, or I may be uh, wrong
3: about which ones yeah. formed or which ones you there know became revitalized. But a lot of sure. them, you know, popped up for the first time ever. What, yep. what, what's caused you to create your own group instead of joining one of these that already existed and was rebelling again? Maybe not rebelling. That wouldn't really be the right word. But what? Why create your own group instead of joining forces with one of those that already existed?
1: Well, I think um, we were early adopters, uh, and so I don't know what else was exactly there at the time. It, I, you know, we weren't really thinking of ourselves as an activist group right away. It was just like, well, here's a petition, and then I was like, well, I wrote this book. Well, I, didn't, I put that up there, and and then people were getting in touch with us, and I think a lot of it comes down to it's really not about the different groups so much, although we can talk about that, um, and I think this does, uh, you know, it just does fit into my approach, but it's like, where can you find community? And so for us, a lot, the center, the center of our efforts are here because I'm here and all of the members who started us are here in the region. Uh, you know, we ended up just like getting together at Country Life Restaurant and, you know, finding community. Uh, I, I did a um, last summer, along with a colleague of mine, a, uh, what we call a resilience group. Which is more or less just an empathy group, you know, people, nurses, parents, you know, who've been through things with their kids in schools, nurses having to, you know, quit their jobs, you know, or give the jab, and you know, so there's a lot of pent up stuff. So, you know, where I'll I'll lead the conversation as we come back around to talking about this event is people need community here. They have mm-hmm. a great need for it. You you can get some on statewide efforts. With other groups, but at the end of the day, you need to be able to find people in your community, and that's really what this is all about.
0: Okay, cool. Well, yeah, that makes sense. You shouldn't have to drive to Concord to uh, to meet people that have a, a similar belief system. Or, or virtually. Yeah.
2: Being yeah. able to sit down with someone and look in, them in the eye. Oh,
0: and how important was that, you know, especially and, at that time, to be able to actually find people who were willing— to go into the same room with one oh, another yeah. and actually give a hug or a handshake or some sort of simple human uh, communication. I mean, it was. It, there's still people walking around with masks on today. <laughs> I saw one today. I, w- I was stunned when I
3: went to CVS to get paper towels. Was, that was probably the first time I've seen someone in a mask in... Probably a few weeks.
0: You're, you must not be getting out much. I don't. I don't go around. to
3: Target and Walmart and crap like that. No, I mean that's yeah. well known that I avoid those
0: places because they're awful. It's minimal compared to its peak for sure, but I'd say it's still. I don't. Know, what would you say around here? One out of ten, two out of ten, somewhere in that range. Sean Michael.
1: Yeah, that sounds reasonable. When mm. I'm out and about, that's kind of what I see. It's not yeah. the majority, but there's still quite a few, including. People, you know, in their cars all by themselves, wearing masks and stuff like that.
0: I saw that today as well. Good lord, it's yep. like
3: ninety degrees out yep. there today. I, it's I saw the middle an old lady of the summer.
0: Walking down the street with a mask on too, all alone. So, so, so here is the thing that I tried to point out to people in, in twenty nineteen. Prior
1: to all this, the WHO standards for care around pandemics were no social distancing, no, masking doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mandates. You know, closing things down, schools and stuff that that doesn't really work. And then, of course, as things came uh, and evolved, they you were know, pushing a mask mandate. A lot of us are like,
0: well, there's four decades of like, mask <laughs> <Yeah>. studies.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> now, but now, John Michael, now they're saying all those things again. Mass don't work. <laughs> social distance doesn't work.
0: We're going to continue here. Uh, John Michael, you've got time to stick with us, right? I have all night. All right. More coming up here uh, in moments. We're going to talk about bringing groups together for the purpose of standing up against tyranny, basically. Rebellion. Yeah, there's more on the way here. This is Free Talk Live, and you can join us as well. Gold and silver. You can own the most stable assets in recorded history with bullionmax.com. Buy direct from bullionmax.com without talking to a salesperson and your precious metals ship fully insured direct to your home. Free Talk Live can get you their silver starter kit at employee pricing. Just go to bullionmax.com FTL. It includes five ounces of the most desirable silver products. This offer is limited to one per household, so get yours now. Go to bullionmax.com FTL. It is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want, though. Right now, if you get got a question uh, that is or comment that's relevant to the topic at hand, that would be preferred. We do have John Michael Demay with us from Rise Up New Hampshire, an organization that came about during the, uh, the, the beginnings of the COVID crackdowns uh, that happened to bring people together who needed community when a lot of friends, people you thought were your friends, were ready to throw you to the wolves and you know report you to the government gang and have something happen to you if you didn't go along with their plan, which was to mask up and lock down, lock down and then eventually turn up your sleeve and let them inject an experimental medication into your arm. God knows what that is doing to people out there. Uh, there's a lot of interesting we're gonna, theories. We're, we're going
2: to be finding out for many, many years to come.
0: And uh, John and Michael, thanks for uh, for being with us here. We're going to get to the the whole idea of you know how do we bring people together and what are what are you guys doing to uh, accomplish that? That I think is the ultimate goal here. But there's obviously a you know a lot that we can cover. I know that you're concerned as we have been with this whole. Uh, you mentioned it on the website uh, riseupnh.org, the Great Reset. Uh, we've covered the the this what was it, Klaus Schwab Davos. is his name at uh, World Economic Forum and some of the things they've been doing over the last not just the last two years they become much more visible in the last two years but of course they've been around for something like forty or fifty years uh, at this point point. and so I imagine you also are concerned with that can you tell our audience what the Great Reset is at least from your understanding
1: sure yeah and this is something that uh, uh like many of us uh, we were pointing out uh, from the very beginning of the pandemic like hey there's an agenda here it has to do with um basically resetting the global financial system now that debt's gone crazy and you know we can't you know we can't cover our national debt and the people are getting off the petrodollar because they're sick of getting pushed around so that's going to you know that's going to repatriate inflation because we've been able to to offshore that now for decades uh, and so forth. And and of course, um, it's part of the Agenda 21 slash Agenda 2030 uh, uh, thing, I guess you could call it, the UN plan uh, that the WEF or World Economic Forum, or as somebody calls them, the Mother Weffers, have been talking about for quite a while. But like you said, they've come out of the closet. It was sort of, you know, well, we'll leave it at Davos and these other places. And no, they came out with a website you know, Mm -hmm. uh, all all about the great reset, you know, with, you know, umpteen levels deep and talking about exactly how they were planning to do this. It has to do with artificial intelligence and controlling systems across the planet in a top-down fashion. It has to do with climate change mitigation, or sets climate change mitigation and so many other things, moving people into smart cities, the internet of bodies, the internet of things. It's like things that they know that they could never pass, if it was up to a democratic majority to to say that that we would put up with this but uh you know under the guise of emergency yep. just the way they did um you know with the, with the jabs uh they can they're trying to do everything or anything and you've seen in the recent executive order that biden has pretty much given himself permission to be uh you know king and god all in one and do anything so um
3: what, what executive order are you referring to? Because I don't generally pay a lot of attention to St- student loan forgiveness. Okay.
1: No, it's not that one. It's, it's, a, it's another executive. I'll, I could look it up maybe on the next break and find it for you. Um, John, but Michael, anyway, do you, do you, so yeah. do you
2: think these, do you think these elitists do you think they're succeeding, they're winning, or do you think they've faltered in the last six months?
1: Well, it's it's really hard to say, you know, because we're kind of in the middle of it still, I I think, Uh, When people talk to me and, you know, we see what's going on in Australia or Poland or, you know, uh, Norway and, you know, they're trying to shut down farmers there. And it's, you know, it's it's a uh, and Canada, of course, you've seen you've seen that as well. And it's like they're picking on these weaker countries to see what they can get away with. It's like testing grounds. So Mm -hmm. they're getting a lot of pushback. I mean, they're not rolling a lot of this out in, you know, the, 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 the United States proper although we are an unusual country yeah we we are yeah we we have
2: we have guns
1: (laughs) and we have guns but you know so i think uh you know they're they're trying to roll it out but i i think the people in this country are not going to put up with it of course central bank digital currencies is one of the main aims Mm -hmm. of the financial controllers which is a way you know getting rid of paper money and having everybody you know have a, a credit card and that that or debit card and that debit card will tell you what you can eat and you'll if you buy something like meat, you'll get carbon, uh, you know, car- carbon score that will be deducted probably, and you know, so it's a, you know, as Catherine Austin Fitz said, you, you know, it's buying. They'll give you money, but it'll you can only buy from the company store at that point. So this will be resisted with great ferocity here in the United States and a lot of other countries. Although it's interesting to see uh, how much they're getting away with in the EU right
3: now. Yeah, look Germany, at the, look at
2: their energy uh, problems that are going to be coming up. This this winter,
3: I mean, uh, I'm from from Mississippi, where you know people are hardcore Christians and Mark of the Beast, all of that sort of thing. I would have expected a lot more pushback against central bank digital digital currencies and all of these COVID measures that we've seen in the last few years, brought about by governments. But I've also been sort of disheartened. Because of COVID nineteen, I don't think the the Christian right is going to resist these sorts of things look in the at way that I would lit- expect they would.
0: Look at how how many churches all over the U S. literally closed down when the government yeah. just yep. said so. And yeah. You know, I'm not a Christian by any means.
3: However, I, I have to agree with them on that on the, the idea of whether or not you know their re- theology is correct or not. This idea of the government controlling all
2: aspects of all your life.
3: commerce and saying, "Hey, look, we don't." You said something we don't like now or you don't have our stamp of approval now you can't buy food
0: it's don't, terrifying don't you think, Conan. I mean, you brought up that you feel like they might have faltered or you're wondering if they had faltered in the in the last Well, look, six at, look at look
2: at everyone who's stepping back. You got the CDC directors stepping back. Fauci mm-hmm. is quitting. I mean, you you have everyone who's coming back now. They're well, now that, in his 80s. Now they're retiring. actually it's actually looking like they're going to want to blame this on Trump. They've, they've, been, they they've been, been supporting it for two years. But yeah. now there's this new spin where yeah. and by the way, Operation Warp Speed, it was Trump's jab. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as Biden got elected, bam, everyone changed their tune. But now they're coming back because I don't know. I don't how many how many just today this week's uh, new heart attack reason. Guess what it is? They're blaming it on car exhaust. (laughs) You know, you know, it's been. It, it, they blamed it on everything else. They're going to start running out of things to blame heart attacks on because people are dropping like flies out there. Look at look at European mm-hmm. athletes.
0: Do you think that they might just be taking a break in order to allow things to feel like, oh, well, things could get back to normal, and then they're going to come in with, you know, some other emergency down the this line. This is,
2: I think, I think they might be in the hope stage. Where they have pushed it as far as they can, and now they've released the burners, they've turned the flames off, and now they're giving, Everyone's coming back to to reality. Coming, they're all seeping down because now we're in the hope stage, which which is going to allow this when they turn it back up again to full notch. The people are going to be able to, to 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 survive.
0: What do you think, John Michael? Is this uh you know sort of an engineered lull uh, in crackdown well, you, stuff?
1: You see, you see, they're you know they've been trying to roll out monkeypox. They, they you know they're yeah you know, lots of, as I'm sure you know, lots of food processing plants
0: have burned down. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh,
1: yeah, And so I, I have a sort of, an, uh, I'm not, not to disagree with any of that because that is all going on, but th- in a larger context, Timothy Leary once said that the universe is an intelligence test. So we can make the argument that everything that's going on now is designed to wake humanity up. If, if this doesn't work, then we weren't worth waking up in the first place. I know that's kind mm-hmm. of a, you know, it's kind of a, an extreme statement, but it's designed. Wake up to what? It's it's just, wake up to our true sovereignty, to our true power, to our our unenumerated true rights as sovereign individuals. I mean, go on and on. It's like most of us have not grown up in a world where we had to take any responsibility for the community around us. Other people did it. That's the way the republic is sort of designed, but uh, we did not realize, or many of us did not realize, that it was completely captured, or to be completely captured, by the likes of the deep state and the Wef and all the other uh, players that we now have see uh, have captured this so entirely such that we you know can't get any really any traction at all uh, from institutions. Um, so you know it's it's you know we uh, one of the things that I, I was talking about. in
0: I have to ask you to hold that thought, John Michael. We're going to continue here in a moment. There have been some positives out of all of this, and of course, one of them is that more people are homeschooling than ever before. Yep. That's yep. one of them. Uh, getting people to work from home has been a benefit for those people. If you, can, in if you consider that a good thing, I, I think it is. In, in, for some people, it frees them to leave the big cities, and people leaving these you know places, leaving places and moving, voting with their feet. We'll talk more about that coming up is Free Talk Live. Phones are open here if you want to comment on the COVID crackdown. We're kind of looking back at, you know, bringing people together during that time. We did that here in in Keene as well as we could. We didn't know about the Rise Up New Hampshire group. Uh, didn't hear about the rebuild or reopen New Hampshire until a little ways in. But the, right out the gate uh, on the very first night that the governor... His Excellency, I believe, is how he refers to himself.
3: God King Sununu himself.
0: Uh, When he put out the notice of uh, the quote-unquote stay-at-home, New Hampshire stay-at-home 2.0 or whatever the hell they called it. Uh We went out the very first that very same night that first night it was to go into effect at uh eleven fifty nine or whatever and at midnight we went we went out to the uh, the Keene Central square and threw a party and then we continued to throw that party. Uh, week after week after week until it just got too damn cold yep. to uh, to stay out there. I think we did thirty six weeks in a row, if I recall correctly, and it was it was a lot of fun. So
3: it was so weird, man. Like I was on I think Penguin's show that day or uh, Mister Penguin's show yeah. that day, uh, Freedom, Freedom Decrypted. Decrypted. I went down into his basement to do the show with him. Everything was fine, and when I came back out two hours later. God, King, Emperor Sununu's orders had gone into effect or he had released them or whatever. It was Mm -hmm. a very surreal experience of going down into the cave, so to speak, and then arising to find that the world had complete. I never expected it to
0: happen in New Hampshire.
2: Yeah, when you come out of Plato's cave, Ari, it's supposed to be enlightening you're supposed, to, <laughs> well, you're supposed to see the sun this for the was first enlightening
0: start. but in a different way that, it was enlightening in that i finally was able to see how many of my neighbors were exactly. total order followers and would do every single ridiculous exactly thing we were talking they they were the last break to.
2: the last segment about how what has come of this what have you what have we figured it out and yeah. one of the best one probably is the new home the homeschooling system that is that is going into to overdrive well, but and, the other one but the other one is realizing who your neighbors really are and, yeah. how, and how, how far they'll stoop uh, to uh, obey authority.
0: Yeah, it made it, the, the masks made it real easy to identify. But, of course, there were still those people that were the kind of go-along-to-get-along types who didn't really want to put the mask on, but they also didn't want their neighbors to say mean things to them. Yep. So they went along to get along, and at the, those people, I think, was were also a really sad story. Uh, but on the good side of things, we we're kind of going down the list of things. You mentioned homeschool. Uh, I think a lot of people working for a home has been a benefit because it's allowed them to escape some of these big cities and move Migrate with their feet, and, and John John Demay Michael or John Michael Demay is with us here from uh, RiseUpNH.org dot org, talking about bringing people together. And uh, one of the things we've seen here, John Michael, is there's a lot of people coming into New Hampshire. As part of the Free State Project, and I know that's one of the groups you want to get together, and you've got this networking event coming up. We'll talk about how other people can kind of emulate this in their area. But uh, I, I was—I think this is one of the best things that could have happened. Is there's, there were a lot of libertarians who knew about what was happening here in New Hampshire,
2: and this was the this was the camel that broke the straws back.
0: Yeah, this was the linchpin for them. They said, "Okay, wow, things are really happening. You know, it's getting bad here in New York, California, fill in the blank." And people finally got off their duffs and they made the move and or are making the move, planning immediately to get here as soon as possible. The Free State Project hit a record number of movers in the year 2021, and I suspect they're on track to match or top that this year. So that's the good news is people are separating themselves. And there's this natural migration going on. You're seeing conservatives move down to Florida and Texas. You're seeing maybe more liberals move out to uh, Massachusetts, New York, California, and libertarians coming here to New Hampshire. What are some of the other – can you think of some of the positives? Have we missed anything in our our recap here?
1: Uh, Some of the positives – Oh well, it's –
0: Looking on the bright side of all this. I
1: mean, it's – I mean, listen – you know, those of us who've been looking at this for a long time, looking at the system for a long time, and I'm sure that includes all of you there, uh, have seen that, you know, that it was corrupt and, and, you know, we're questioning what is going to bring this down. As I, I was about to say before the break that I've been listening to Dr. Zach Bush and others, and, and it was our view, I agreed with him, that you know we had a pandemic of poisoning going on for decades, you know, whether it's glyphosate or uh, the crap they put in the food or whatever and it's been shown uh by the fact that uh, kids in the united states by the time 18 about 54 percent of them end up with some kind of chronic chronic or debilitating disease 54 percent now that's a pandemic not what we were seeing mm-hmm. so i mean we, we're looking at the the opportunity here is an incredible opportunity to refashion uh you know what society is going to be like for the next 100 or 200 or hopefully 500 years, and it can't be what's gone before. We have to really just, and it's coming down, but my my concern is unless we get together and talk about what we really want, we're just going to end up with whatever the default options are. So that's part of why we're trying to bring groups together, because we we who see what's going on, it doesn't matter if we're left, right, middle, or on a line. We need to come together in this moment. We need to absolutely and find our common ground. I think it's already there. But we need, but we need to like work it, work it some more. And I think initially the idea for this event, uh, which by the way is happening on September 24th in Swansea, uh, is that uh, bringing the groups together, individuals from the group, not so much uh, in, part, in part to network with the groups, but more so to get people more, more density, more people from the areas within the region to find each other. Mm-hmm. So more people in Keene, more people in Alston, more people in Range. Right? Let's get, let's find. Who else is awake? Let's work on relocalization of, of supply chain stuff. What are we going to do for food? What do you do for water? What about energy? Um, what about co-ops? You know, community networking, barter, um, you know, in-person gatherings, you know, starting, you know, freedom cells like Dark Rose's work. Mm-hmm. This is not new. What about for homeschooling, as you were mentioning? What about apprenticeships? What about skills that are going to come back into vogue, like, you know, fixing uh Fixing engines, for example, or fixing so many different things that have uh, gone by the wayside in our kind of throw it, throw it away, planned obsolescent economy. And then, of course, alternative um, healthcare is huge. That's a really huge thing. That's one of the things that brought a lot of people together in, in the first place. Where can we go to uh, to, to get our dentistry or mm-hmm. you know you know pregnancy care or whatever it is without needing to take uh, wear a mask in there or have a jab. And then things like a local currency system. So, all, you know, how we how do we reconfigure this given you know the range of possible scenarios? And I'm I'm not really a doomer, but I think I, we can make this landing better if we get together and start. Networking yeah. and kind of grappling.
0: Yeah, this makes sense, and I mean, I, just as you're throwing a lot of those topics out there, I'm thinking of people that I know that you know are into this stuff, and they would be great to uh, to talk about this. And and you're right, it's hard to get out of our circles. We've got the people that we know, but we don't know the people we don't know. And so, being able to bring some of those folks uh, together from various different freedom-oriented groups—you've got a long list. I won't go through them here, but there's some of the more prominent groups here in, in New Hampshire that are going to be represented. Uh, at this event and many of whom probably don't know one another and so i think that this is a really good idea and you know whether it's you that's been been putting this together with your your team there i want to say thanks for uh, for doing it and and thanks for reaching out to us i think i think this is going to be a good event and uh, and i think other folks in other parts of the the country or other parts of the world uh this is worth doing you know maybe where you're at find a central location, reach out to identify different groups that have an interest in more freedom and just, you know, get them together and get them in the same room and get them talking. As I understand it, you're going to have maybe a representative from each of these groups give a short presentation kind of about what they're about and what else you have envisioned for this?
1: Yeah, so that that's part of it. And then um, the rest is we'll probably have a uh, some kind of panel discussion It may end up focusing on the healthcare issue, or there may be some other ones, as I had mentioned to you before, just those few issues I mentioned, mm-hmm. just a few of the many that we really need to start talking about. But I think the primary thing will be for people to find each other. So there'll be different areas where you, they can go to find folks from their area of the region. So Northwest mm-hmm. East South center, and and then be able to share kind of like, you know, what you're, what you're good at, what you might be available to teach or share, what kind of support you might need you know, start to develop those networks. You know, maybe those people can come together and start meeting themselves locally. And this is what we're trying to do here. And then we think if this is successful, we can do it in other areas of the state. Mm-hmm. And I should I should point out that the groups that form belong to themselves like every other voluntarious thing. They don't belong to anybody. Sure. We, we, might, we might have some suggestions as to how to do it so they don't break apart in the first instance. We might have some suggestions. We might have some support to offer them to get going. But really, they belong to themselves in, in the true... Uh, Vision of a Voluntarist Universe. Um, So, yeah, it's 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 all upward from there, because then as people get together and talk about what they're seeing, what they're wanting, what they're needing, you know, what's coming up for them, then they get to share their visions, their resources and their needs. And and we do the great the great hookup that way.
0: This makes a lot of sense. You cannot do this stuff online. It's just that stuff doesn't work. Got to get people in real life. Press the flash. Shake hands. Meet people. Got to have name tags. Don't forget to have name tags for people because nothing's worse than going to a networking event and, and being you know people being embarrassed about not being able to remember somebody's name. John Michael DeMay from RiseUpNH.org. We'll look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Uh, thanks for coming on Free Talk Live. We'll let you get to your night, but really appreciate you being with us.
1: Thanks for having me. on really appreciate it. Yeah,
0: check them out at RiseUpNH.org. And again, this is uh, you know pretty simple model that I think anybody anywhere can uh, can emulate if you care about what's coming and you want to get people together, you got to put some effort into it. There's more coming up, but uh, hour two is next. We think podcasting our full radio show has been holding us back. Most podcasts aren't two hours long per show, and the constant resetting we do for radio might be turning off podcast listeners. Riley's Daily digests have been going for years, so we're going to lengthen them and make them our official podcast starting September 1st. If you subscribe to the Daily Digest or full episode RSS feeds, please resubscribe to the main FTL podcast feed, which you can find at feeds.freetalklive.com. The other feeds rely on a third-party service, and though they'll continue, we can't be sure how long they'll stay online. If you still want the entire radio show, you can listen live every night from 7 to 10 Eastern at freetalklive.com. Full video archives are at video.freetalklive.com, or tune into our 24-7 stream for the latest show at listen.freetalklive.com. FTL Amps will continue to receive the full radio show with no commercials via podcast through Patreon, so please join amps.freetalklive.com for just $5 a month.
3: Free Talk Live.
0: It is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here and bring up whatever you want. We get into the energy situation, which is not just affecting people in Europe, but also starting to affect people here in the United States. I know uh, electricity rates here in New Hampshire, the supply rates just doubled. Like within the last couple weeks yep this what month. was
3: the reason for this because i know they that the energy companies they had to go before you know the some state commission or whatever for whatever reason they couldn't just increase their rates but surely they had to that they had to get permission from the government to do this so they yep. had to and offer
2: some sort of yeah but that's not what if you read any articles right now they're all blaming it on guess what
3: i know that's one. that's my, what Russia, my question is Russia. what are war what is the excuse that Ukraine. they're giving
0: they excuse, uh, there, it was actually written on the bill. I, I don't have it with me right now, but it's in, we can get it out for you if you want to. But it's uh, it says right there on the bill, because it's a doubling of the rates. So they felt like they had to explain themselves, oh, right? Yeah. They oh, actually yeah. put it on
2: the bill. It's sure. A, this is a good way to get your, your buildings burned down.
0: Yeah, it says uh, natural gas prices have gone up. So we had to increase your rates. Yeah. How and- much uh,
3: natural gas? Uh, d- d- why, why aren't they burning coal or whatever?
0: I, I don't know. I've heard that there is a coal burning facility in New Hampshire. So
3: other natural gas was just for like heating and stuff
0: like that. I, I wasn't no, aware that it was you can used generate for, energy for. I, it thought,
2: I thought that some of our energy is coming from hydro in Canada. Could be. And yeah, it doesn't uh,
0: all come from from one source. But
2: yeah, I've been looking. I've been looking for this for weeks, trying to figure out what actually happened. Because you, you can't just blame this on the gas prices have gone up because they went up six months ago. And they've been going up before that as well. Well, remember,
0: they have to ask for an increase from a a bunch of bureaucrats before they can actually charge, because all the power companies are highly regulated by the governments. So they can't just act like a business would act and instantly raise their prices when they see an increase. They have to go to the, what do they call it, the uh, Public Utilities Commission. I think that's usually what it's called. And they have to say, well, looks like our costs have gone up and we don't see them going down anytime soon, so we need to ask your permission to increase our rates and then God knows how many months that process takes because usually they have to go and propose it, and then the board has to like consider it and then they have to take a public comment period right and that public comment period has to last some you know number of months or weeks or whatever and then after the public comments come in then the board makes a decision on whether or not they're going to allow the company to uh, to raise the rates so it's a been-
3: justification for all of this that you know the utility poles and all of that are on quote public land is that
0: yeah, yeah, they're, they're, you know, they're regulated industry. So, uh you're using government utility poles. Certainly, that's that is one point. But I
3: mean if the government didn't own all of the land, then they could just, you know, take that open space and put a utility pole there. Right? Yeah, they and then, could And then then in theory they wouldn't need government's permission. I'm just, you know, curious how we got to this point in, you know, America's society where if a company that's providing your electricity has to increase your rates, they require permission from a government. It's just insane. It's, it's sad. The
2: same government that that insisted on shutting down our nuke plant that yep. was right there, you know, t- you know, uh, ten miles down the road. Uh, that surely would have helped. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. And, and why?
2: And why aren't we building brand spanking new ones? The technology Talk is to there. The
0: U.S. federal government, as yep. I understand it, they have severe restrictions on what and if any new nuclear facilities can be built. Now, that's not something I've I've researched in depth. So if you know a lot more about the you know the answer to that question, feel free to call us up here at six oh three two eight three sixty one sixty. You know, but suffice it to say the people that are in the old power business of coal and natural gas certainly don't want nuclear facilities coming online because that would be a lower profit margin for them. Yeah well unless
2: those same companies are investing in that new technology themselves. Well now which is typical. Not. I mean look at all of the look at everyone who's investing in green mm-hmm. solar and wind. It's usually Companies like GE, it's usually the mm-hmm. players because they realize that uh, you know when uh, you have these uh, poli- the politicians coming out saying, "All right, we got to get rid of the gas, we got to get rid of the coal," and uh, they know they've 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 tested the winds, they know where it's at, and so GE's like, "Well, we, we need to we need to have this, you know, let's we'll sell them green," and and that's
0: going to get more popular now with the electricity rates rough, not quite doubling. So again, the supply rate doubled. That doesn't mean that the transmission rate, which is a completely separate charge is changing i think that's probably that's the same. only
3: here in new hampshire though right because like in mississippi we this is, we used to this is up everywhere
2: in inco- well i mean it's it's it well it's new england and in, in fact right this which, article it, which I'm reading is right not here, everywhere This article I'm reading i reading right saying, here is blaming. You know
3: in mississippi you just had your one electricity bill we didn't break it down didn't have into a breakdown, huh? this is your delivery cost this is the actual energy cost or mm. this is your bill
0: well because here in new hampshire and i don't know about the rest of the the region but in new hampshire they did what they call deregulation and i'm putting air quotes around that uh, because, you know, true deregulation would be what you're talking about, Aria, where anyone who has the money to invest can build their own power company, run their own lines, make a nuclear facility in a neighborhood, power an entire neighborhood with that, make little mini-nuke boxes mm-hmm. for somebody. Or basement. I don't know,
2: there's a river going right by us, but they were not allowed to to, to set up any kind of hydro, hydro. dams in there. Yeah. I mean, there are all kinds of options if we were allowed to uh, to go after them.
0: Yeah, so th- there is no free market in this uh, in this area, and it's a damn shame because we're see- we're, we're being punished by the price and the lack of, uh, of choice. We don't have many options, but what they did was they quote-unquote deregulated some number of years ago, maybe a decade and a half or something like that, decade or so ago, uh, and they allowed people to choose a supplier for electricity. Yep. So you still have to have the electricity company is still your provider quote unquote meaning they run the lines and they have their own supply so you can get your supply from the electricity company but you can also get the supply from five six ten twelve i don't know how many of them there are there's a bunch of other alternatives out there some of which are more expensive some of which are less expensive uh, and there's like different terms, like you could sign up for a 36 month term or a 12 month term. And so there's like all these options out there as far as the supply is. The concerned. last time I
2: was looking at that list, we only had two options. No,
0: you didn't look close enough.
2: And, uh, and one of those was a 36 month, uh, there's a bunch term of them. and it, and it is considerably lower, but uh, the one year term it's the But the, the, the same.
0: problem is then you're locked in for 36 months. Yep. So if the price drops, then you're yep. pay, you're paying that rate all along. Uh, so that is an interesting thing, and I'm glad that that happened. It is a step in the right direction, but obviously it's not it's not far enough. And these people yeah. are are gonna rake people over the coals, but but rather than focus here, and they're gonna because, blame it,
2: and they're gonna blame it on an over reliance on fossil fuels. So that so now they can un, unload yeah. all of their new green projects. Well,
0: the the possible good side so we were talking in the last hour about some of the positive benefits of what happened with the COVID crackdowns you know, the few of them that there were, I think one of the positives of this might be that it may incentivize people in the state legislature to look at protecting nuclear within new hampshire maybe some sort of a federal nullification or a carve out yep. to tell nuclear companies yeah come on in you want to build a place here in uh, new hampshire we'd love to have you because no one wants to pay 22 uh, cents per kilowatt hour which is what the current rate is doubling from like 10 and change uh, just a couple months ago so maybe that'll be the benefit here in the long run but again the people on the left are going to oppose that And so it's going to be an interesting, uh, you know, next couple of years because this is going to hurt people. Uh, The bill here at the studio, we don't use a lot of power. You know, it's it's just this is just audio equipment, right? Like we don't have crazy television lighting or whatever. So last month, summertime, you got air conditioners here. Usually summer months are the actually the biggest power draw months in New Hampshire because, you know, it's expensive to air condition. And uh, we, I think we had a $340 bill last month. This month it was over $500. Wow. And I've never had a bill that high before. And, and we did have a slight increase in usage, but it wasn't that big. Uh, did you get your power bill yet? Go I ahead. have not. Oh, so you, haven't, you don't know I have the damage. Not. I've
2: damage. And I've been looking for it, too. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they don't want me to know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, there was an image that was posted by somebody on Twitter today. And they appear to be located in, I uh, believe, Ireland. Yeah, it looks like Ireland. They posted. Uh, they apparently are a small, a self-described small coffee shop, and they posted their electricity bill: ninety eight hundred and thirty six euro. Wow! Almost ten thousand euro. Now remember, the euro doesn't recently, that re- more or less translate to a dollar? It's about a dollar right now. Yep. So think of that: a ten thousand dollar electricity bill. I mean, I don't know. The thing is, they didn't post what it was previously, so they didn't give us a, a basis of comparison. All they claimed was they were a small coffee shop. But the fact is, if businesses are going around, like having to deal with power bills like this, and they were already having a tough time financially, this is going to push some of them into being out of business. Yep.
3: To say nothing of the consumers.
0: Others, they're going to try to stay in business by raising their prices. You know, you get ready for a $10 cup of coffee. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. The number here, if you want to join the show, it's 603-283-6160. We're talking about the power bill that maybe some of you are encountering and getting some sticker shock in this case because you didn't realize this was coming. I didn't know it was going to happen. You told me about it, Conan. You said, hey, did you get your power bill yet? You said this a couple weeks ago. I'm like, why? What are you What are you talking about? And you said they're going to double the rates, and yeah, they did. They They doubled the supply rates right here in little old New Hampshire, and we're not dealing with a one-fifth of the natural gas supply as they are there in Europe, where Russia, which supplies some European countries, I believe uh, Italy, relies on Russia for about 40% of their, uh, their, I don't know if it's just their natural gas supply or their overall energy needs, but it's a lot. Yeah. And so, you know, we're seeing prices go up. There was a lady that posted a nearly 10,000 euro, which is about $10,000 these days, power bill for her supposedly small coffee shop. That's amazing.
3: I mean... It it's amazing that she would post something like that and there's no context available or whatever. Yeah, that
0: could be
2: 6 months worth of
0: bill or
3: I don't need $10,000 for 6 months. I mean, that's
0: it's a lot. There was somebody else who posted on uh, I was looking at the comments on it just to see if there was any sure. more that she would she'd post about it. Um there's another person who says here I got one yesterday for a kiosk which houses a coffee machine and a fridge and a till. That's it, no more. And she says that was 470 euro, and she gives some perspective, saying that has more than doubled yep. for her. So, so presumably, this person might have been paying three, four, five thousand euro uh, a month for their their power bill, and now it's now it's doubled. Is right, that to ten thousand? Bu- I mean, is dollar. that
3: normal for them though? A three, I don't know. four thousand dollar bill? Because I mean, like
0: that's the thing. We don't have the real context on that, but it, this isn't the only person. There was some other posts that that I saw today as well. People are are shocked. At what they're having to pay for power. And it's like, we were talking about earlier how these public utilities commissions, they they drag their feet, they're bureaucratic, they're slow, and the power companies can't just raise rates based on market conditions. They have to go and ask permission, which means there's a delay of, in many cases, probably several months, maybe more than that. Now, it might even take a year. I don't yeah. know how long these processes take. But it's government, and it ain't quick. So they're not nimble. They're not able to react quickly to changing market conditions, which means that everybody's got this sort of unrealistic expectation for what's happening out there. They see prices going up. Sure. Yeah. okay. Price of eggs is up. Price of milk. Things at the grocery store are getting more expensive. Well, guess what? They're about to get even more expensive because now these companies got to pay these power bills. But,
2: you know, Ian, good news. New Hampshire is getting $3.5 million from the federal government for clean energy projects that supporters say will create jobs and reduce costs for consumers. The money provided through the U.S. Department of Energy State's state energy problem is part of a newly released federal funding approved by Congress last year as part of a $1 trillion jobs and infrastructure law signed by... The good old Joe Joe Biden.
0: So more uh, government inflation of the money supplied, more pay inflation, for fake ass jobs, and only and jobs. the ability
2: and only able to use that money, that stimulus money, that release that relief money, on what they want us to spend it on, which sure. is going to be more solar and more windmills and more companies whatever.
0: run by their buddies, of course. Let's yep. go to your phone calls and thoughts. There's more to say about Europe and what's going on there because there's a really interesting uh, detail that the folks over at Zero Hedge have revealed about what's happening with all that Russian liquid natural or uh, liquefied nat- natural gas Oh yeah
2: they're fl- what are they flaming it what is the word they they have so much fuel they're burning it they're well, burning it Maybe
0: but there's something else Okay uh Jay Noon is with us though calling in from New Hampshire go ahead Jay
5: Hey guys uh, I got to change the subject here, here Are you a on a bit.
0: speakerphone by chance I I am let me change that All right I appreciate it man um,
3: and you're always welcome to change the subject. That's what we're here
0: for. Yeah, yeah. By all means, unless
2: it's Sarah,
3: no, she can change the subject. And no, too. she can't. She's
2: not calling anymore because I yelled at her. We'll oh, see she'll about be that. calling. <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. If you have got your speaker thing set up yet? Do we have you.
5: Yeah, I got you. Much the, better,
0: the, loud and clear. Yeah. So, anyways,
5: a friend of ours, Dylan gingris A lot of uh, a lot of you guys uh listening may know who he is. He's a you know regular attendee at Pork Fest and. Been um, you know very active in a free state project, the the guy. Communities, yes, the loincloth guy. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's and,
5: great. Um, so, anyways, yeah, so he's been um, uh, with this uh, woman, Shiloh uh, Brudeau, Brudeau or Brudeau is how you say her name, uh, for I don't know a little over a year now, maybe longer. I'm not exactly sure, but uh, she has a few kids and they're living up in Vermont in a homestead. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vermont um, state police. Uh, have issued a warrant for Shiloh's arrest. I sent. That's
2: sounds- not... Oh, oh, Jane, uh, say the, la- the last 10 seconds, we-
0: you dropped out. Yeah, we heard warrant oh. for an arrest, and then you dropped out. A warrant for an arrest for
5: Shiloh, who's the mom, because they, the state of New Hampshire, I mean, the state of Vermont, DCYF, wants her children because she has not registered them with the uh, New- Vermont homeschool program, oh, and now no. they've gotten an order to take her kids. Um, so uh, what are
0: they doing over there in Vermont? Yeah, I well, thought Dylan I mean, knew they, better.
5: It, well, you, you know, they got a beautiful. Uh, uh, yeah, New
2: Hampshire uh, is beautiful so, too. Yeah. I mean,
5: we're <laughs> right, right, right. I Vermont is not safe. I've been telling telling these guys that, and this woman. Um, uh, Shiloh, she became a very strong activist for freedom with uh, the COVID lockdowns. And she's been getting a lot of grief from a lot of local commies in Vermont who, mm-hmm. and statists who you know, like to wear masks and want to force people to take vaccines. And um, because that's sort of what the cult- culture is morphing into in you know, Vermont. A bunch, you know, you have a bunch of people who've been literally they're just results of the grooming by the public school system to make people dependent on government. Um so you uh, anyways they're in a bad situation. Um Dylan actually got arrested last night, I Oof. believe. Uh as the cops were literally trying to snatch her kids and Dylan uh was outside and she drove off. Dylan told her to go and he stayed there with the cops mm-hmm. and she she left and they never chased her or anything. She just left. Um mm-hmm. but uh I sent uh Bonnie there's a newspaper article. Um an Internet news article about how uh, she's wanted for, you know, not allowing the cops basically to steal her kids. You know, she's just protecting Damn. her babies.
3: So um, she thwarted a kidnapping. Mm-hmm. And now yep. there is newspaper articles about how she's a bad person because she thwarted a kidnapping.
5: Basically, yes. It's some looks like some leftist type news thing. Like I said, I sent Bonnie the information. What is it, it.
0: that uh, Dylan was charged with?
5: Oh, we're not, we don't know what Dylan's trying with. Nobody's been able to talk to Dylan. So he's still um, in custody.
0: He hasn't been yeah, out. Yeah,
5: ba- he was basically took in some time uh, yesterday afternoon, and nobody's Jeez. heard from him, not his mom. Um, I haven't heard from him. Uh, That's crazy. And, you know, his, his, his girlfriend hasn't.
0: Do you know um, in which area of Vermont he was uh, snatched up? Because you could always call the uh, local uh, state police barracks or the, the police department and ask him. It's the dirt. It's the, I think like we lost it. you again. I think we're losing. It. That would that would be the way I would well, handle it. Is uh is I would I would find out, you know, if you could figure out where they lived, call the nearest state police barracks and ask, do you have this person And did you arrest this person last night? Where is he being held? And then go uh, go from there. But I'm sure you'll give us updates as this develops. Jay, thanks for the the call uh tonight. And if you're out there and you care about freedom, you care about homeschooling. Uh, you care about independence. you got to get to New Hampshire if you love liberty. If you're a libertarian, if you're a voluntarist, liberty-loving anarchist, you got to get to where you've got people who can back you up. More coming up. Yeah. This is Free Talk Live. You're invited if you want to join the show. The number is 603-283-6160. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by Bitcoin.com. It's a great place to go and learn about cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash. You can click on Get Started at the top of the page, and you'll find some uh, good introductory information there. You can dig as deep as you want, or if you're in a rush, you don't have a lot of time, just watch that first video. Get some of the basic concepts down about crypto. Just click Get Started at the top of the page at bitcoin.com. If you are already into crypto and you want to get the latest news headlines, they've got you covered there on their news site at news.bitcoin.com. That's news.bitcoin.com. With you in the studio, you've got Ian and Conan. We're going to continue here. Of course, we'll take your calls and thoughts. We were talking about the energy situation, and Conan, you just found some more information on exactly what some people in Europe are already dealing with. It isn't even the wintertime yet. And you, I, I had a story, and we'll get into it in a little bit about some of the cuts they're trying to cut people back, restrict people's energy usage, more, more
2: work at home,
0: uh, and there's and based on the pricing alone, people are going to have the incentive to cut back. What is it that you just heard? Uh,
2: so you you had some tweets from what was it Ireland? Yes, this is from this is all uh, this is affecting UK pubs. A troubling survey commissioned by trade publication the Morning Advisor revealed the entire British pub industry could be on the brink of a tsunami of closures this winter wow. if the government fails to intervene in power markets to ease cost pressures. According to the survey, 70% of the respondents... <laughs> so you they, can't
0: intervene you to can't stop this.
2: This is, you, this is their problem. Price is,
0: controls are not going to... they never work, and that's the only kind of intervention a government could do. Right?
2: Well, the morning advisor thinks that uh, the government needs to step in, and of course we know that that doesn't help. According nope. to this survey, 70% of respondents say if electricity prices continue to soar, they will be unable to operate and forced to close up shop. This would dramatically alter the landscape of pubs by next spring. Unless you want
0: to pay $20 $30 for a beer.
2: More than 65% of the pub surveyed said power costs rose more than 100%. 30% of those said utility costs jumped 200%, and 8 Percent experienced five hundred percent increases. Jeez, most pubs warned they couldn't afford the exponential rise in energy costs. One pub told the Guardian utility company had quoted them six hundred uh, a six hundred percent increase in power cost versus their current contract. So this yeah, is just this is just, just the restaurants close. and this this so this is affecting everyone. So your yeah. home your home costs are going to go up. Ew, yeah, but uh, if you if your your place of business where you make money to pay to basically pay your electric bill, if mm-hmm. you can't go to work, um, how are you going to pay the home bills? Wow, so, so, I, tsunami is the correct this is term. Bad
0: they could go get a uh, they could go get a job at all the remaining corporate businesses because that's ultimately what's going to happen here right it's like it's been happening for, saw, right. forever
2: for well, least, for the 2 years yeah, at least
0: right we saw this happening under covid where all the lockdowns were affecting the mom and pop businesses but target and walmart and all the big box stores well they were able to stay open no problem yep. everybody else had to shut down some people went out of business and they never came back some of them managed to stay on Well, a lot a- of
2: that was because they were unwilling to put up with the nonsense and or to get people to even come in and work for them who were afraid for their lives yeah. now this is a whole new uh new challenges new challenges new yep. list of closures coming because of right. the rise in energy. Because how this, many of
0: these businesses were already on the edge? How, how exactly. many of them were already pushed to the brink of teetering on the edge of total failure?
2: With their help wanted signs mm-hmm. in the window.
0: And now it's like, okay, here's, here's double here, the power bill.
2: Here's some more straw that broke the camel's back. Right. It's
0: <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Uh,
2: this, but this is what they want. Yeah. You know, you know I was asking uh, our our uh, last co- uh, host, John Michael. Uh, you know, if he thought there was a lull. If this was the, and by the way, the hope experiment, maybe we'll talk about that in the next break. It's a whole, there is an actual experiment that involves uh, drowning rats. Uh, And within 15 minutes, a rat will drown. Plain and simple. But if you take that rat out of the water and allow the rat to recover Mm -hmm. and then put the rat back in the water after it thought that someone would save it, Mm -hmm. would come to its rescue, 60 hours it lasted really? s- oh yeah this is and this is a repeated experiment oh, so we might be in the lull the hope part of the experiment the great reset experiment where they're just allowing us to catch our breath because they're going to they're going to amplify and we're we're mm-hmm. just getting into winter man this yeah, is this is when the fuel started. fuel prices go up energy costs go up this is going to and we're and i don't think that i don't think that we here in the states are are getting hit like a lot of the other countries are not yet um because because we have guns which is part of it, but I mean, there's a huge, I don't there's think a that huge has section of, to do with it. There's a wh- because well, they, can't, they, take they can't, they can't get guns away with
0: to the power company. I mean, you're going to have to pay that power bill whether you like it or not.
2: This is this is correct.
0: Yeah, and but we don't so, get forty so
3: percent of our energy from Russia, and Russia is not. We, you but know, we do
2: get like fifty percent of our New England does, our New Hampshire does uh, from natural gas. And if we're not yeah. producing our own, and we're having to truck it in from North Carolina or somewhere, wherever we're getting it, or or hydropower from Canada, we're not mm-hmm. even making our own. Um, they can. They can say whatever they can tell us whatever they want
3: I get and, it but none of those things are because we have guns,
2: you know, no, but I'm talking about how how are we if you look at other countries uh, you know who are who are letting their governments lock them down some of them are still Shanghai, you know New Zealand, you know it's gotten better mm-hmm. but how are they how do those people allow their governments to do that to them? They're never forget just that obedient. are you seeing all the memes that are coming out? And good, good on them. People keep making these memes. Never forget mm-hmm. the 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 kids in band band class with in the their little tents, with their tents yeah. on, or they had masks on, but they yep. were cut out yeah. so they could play oh, their yeah. instruments. All the
0: absurdities. It's just I've there was so
2: them. many absurdities that human beings allowed themselves to go through. Yeah. Uh, because someone with a someone with a badge someone with a uniform with a su- with a with a lab coat on told them to do so uh
0: there was a uh, one of our regular chatters in the free talk live matrix chat server buffman John posted earlier I, I posted one of these energy related posts and he said he knows people in England uh, Manchester England just a couple tiny little apartment their electricity bill more than doubled and they are now being very, very judicious with what electricity they're using. They're very careful about which electronics are turned on versus turned off. Uh, I mean, usually if you can afford to you know, live how you, you just leave some lights on in the house or whatever, yeah. people are going to be starting to clamp down on that. You better close uh, that window. They're saying they're using the air fryer instead of the the stove because it's cheaper. Uh, So already people are putting into uh, some pretty severe voluntary austerity measures in their own homes just because of the pricing. Well,
3: I don't want to say that using an air fryer instead of a stove is necessarily austerity. But, I mean, we've been taught about energy consumption, turning off the lights and all of this crap our entire lives. These these people should already know these things. Turn off the lights when you leave the room and that kind of thing. So, oh, look – now prices are increasing I'm like God I guess I have to turn off the light yeah, in this room Aria, that I'm not in. An
2: extra couple of dollars on your electric bill because Knucklehead Kid left the light on in his bedroom all day, uh, versus your electric bill doubling. This is not even this is not even the same ballpark. This is a new this is a new type of pain that's gonna it's gonna it's gonna hit everyone. And not just this country, not just England and Ireland. It's gonna it's hitting everybody. And they and yes, pretty soon in order to save a little money you're eating your so what's what are you cooking in your air fryer Ian I don't know crickets because that's yeah. all you can <laughs> that's, that's all you can afford
0: yeah uh here's a quickie from uh, axios.com European Union's 27 member states in July this was at the same time that remember Russia's uh Gazprom which is their state-owned energy company told Europe oh so you're going to be back in Ukraine huh well yeah. Guess we're just going to cut your natural gas supply down by, not by one-fifth, to one-fifth of what it previously was.
2: And what are you going to do about
0: and it? And so they decided they were going to, quote-unquote, voluntarily cut gas consumption by 15% between August and March of 2023. As part of the agreement, mandatory cuts could be imposed if the energy supply situation worsens.
3: So they're cutting their usage by 15% over the next, you know, nine months or whatever that comes out to, when the inc- with the decrease was by 80% and was immediate.
0: Yes, and they're trying to store uh the natural gas they're trying to build up their reserves basically in the hopes that their reserves will get them through the winter time uh, there's a little bit more about some of the restrictions that are going in place we'll get into some of them coming up here in moments and then what's happening to all that extra natu- uh, natural gas that's being supplied by russia to china
2: Got to mine some crypto
0: no it's actually a little bit more obvious and i can't believe we didn't think of it before we'll uh, we'll share that with you on the way it's free talk live Free talk live phones are open you can join us here bring up whatever you want the number is 603-283-6160 we're talking about the energy situation have you been dealing with this where you live because it's hitting here in new hampshire and it's hitting hard Twenty-two cents per kilowatt hour, up from ten and change. That change came in this month, and so it's like whammo! You thought you thought inflation was bad as of the beginning of August. It's about to get a lot worse. Now, again, inflation is an increase in the money supply. So, I well, I guess what I mean is you thought prices going up was bad. Now you're going to feel. The effects of what should have happened months ago, yep. because the government's been holding back on letting loose this price change just because, well, governments are slow at doing everything, and so this took a while to uh, to snake through the system. Yep. It's rent, co- rent rent went up, already went up. Yep. Oh,
2: um, yeah. Your property taxes probably went up because they always go up. Right.
3: Right. And- Someone said earlier that you know that this was going to hurt mom and pops more. I'm not necessarily sure that's the case. I think it could be the opposite here. Mom and pops can open windows, can do things to reduce their electric consumption, right? Walmart can't, and yeah, but Walmart yeah, but significantly- everyone goes,
2: everyone's going to Walmart. But They got
0: volume. I mean, they've got and or selling or buying online. They've I,
3: also got an electric bill that's a hundred times what your true. local, you know, prices are going to go Store up. is
0: going to be. There's no doubt you're going to see prices going up to reflect just the increase in the power bill at all businesses. Right, but. The odds are the big corporate ones are the ones that are going to survive this because they've got all the government benefits. They got the you know the government scratching their backs, got the contracts, yeah, and they've also got the 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 hugest electricity bills. But they also have way more customers. They got way more money flowing uh, flowing through there. If you're going to pay those electricity bills, they're just going to raise the rates, and more people are going to shop there as the local businesses start to close.
3: I just don't see that happening. All right, well,
0: we'll see.
2: I think it's going to go. I think that some of these big box stores might actually start cutting back a little bit Mm -hmm. maybe even cutting wings of their buildings down because it's all going online this Mm -hmm. is this is the the online merchants are the ones who are going to make out fat the ones using you know programs like amazon i'm one of these guys by the way i'm yeah i'm making good money still selling believe it or not books you know you know the the hardest thing to probably sell during the uh, recession and or depression is you know something you don't need Unless I guess they're burning them,
0: I imagine they're going to turn down the heat and lower the lighting at the warehouses, though. Anyway, just because, right? Lower those costs.
2: I know that their warehouses are overflowing, and they've. That I used to use their warehouses, but uh, then they they realized mm-hmm. they started running out of space. Hmm. Uh, so if anything, they're going to be opening up more warehouses. I know Amazon's been talking about forever buying up these old closed down malls yeah. and retrofitting them to be a kind of maybe a little bit of a, a
0: storefront slash warehouse in the back. I I, uh, I I wish I had your optimism on this, uh, Aria, but I don't see any reason f- to believe that a mom and pop business is more likely to survive this than the, than the mega it. corporate competitors. I don't see it. I've seen more. Well, mom all and pop- the ones
3: I know, they can you know turn off some of the lights. They they can raise their windows or whatever. They can turn their heat down. They can do take all sorts of steps. That Walmart can't.
0: They don't have windows. They to open. Already they already cost turn their- more. In, you know, your average cup of coffee or whatever, whatever yeah. thing you've got to buy, it's going to cost more at a local shop already, and now it's going to cost even more. There's a lot of people that try to stay local because of the whole buy local sort Myth. of mentality, and it is a lot of mythology, but that's going to start to get wiped away when the price goes to more than 2x yeah. uh, what it was or what it is over at Walmart.
2: I'm making a red book prediction right now, Arya. You watch our Walmart. They're going to start actually dismantling the lights. I don't yeah, go to Walmart. Checker Checkerboard, so that they'll be they'll turn some of the oh, lights off. Go
0: fifty percent or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah,
2: I'm mm. I'm 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 calling it right now. Could it's, be it's, so not just Walmart. It's going to be some one of these big box stores is going to do this. Well, they to, to save some
0: money. You probably noticed that I mean, long before all these problems started. Some of the grocery stores have those on uh, like the frozen section. They've got motion detectors where the lights are out. Unless you're standing in front of the the area and then they will go ahead and turn on and yep. let you see what the, the product is. That's so, a common
3: sense measure that should have been is.
0: implemented years ago. It is. And like the checkerboarding
3: lights. If they, can, if they can get away with turning off half the lights, then that just proves that for the last several years they've been over-lighting their stores. That's one of the reasons I don't go to these horrific places like Walmart's. The fluorescent lights are overkill. It's like walking into the freaking sun. Well, mm-hmm. that's what
2: they're telling. That's what the... That's what the energy experts are telling us is that we were in a glut, an mm-hmm. energy glut for like twenty years or so. Well, yeah. Good and the times, times are over, And the good times are over and now people are gonna have to start uh, you know, cutting. cutting
0: and people back. are gonna do it voluntarily just because of the rates. I mean the the rates are gonna make people second, third, they're gonna think twice, three times. You know what are their energy habits? what are their usage habits when gas prices go up, people get a little more judicious about how they're driving around. They might make one shopping day instead of going to five three different days, just do it all in once, make one loop. you know so people get more efficient when prices tend to go up. That's sort of the natural process, but in Germany. Uh, and i just want to go just go through a quickie list here of some of the restrictions some of the things that are happening the in germany is in, real bad in europe because
2: they were because they're all on board on this green just cut that shut their nuclear down all all solar all wind and stop buying gas from other countries and now they are
0: getting slammed Cologne's magnificent cathedral normally lit throughout the night is now going dark overnight public buildings museums and other landmarks such as the brandenburg gate will no longer be illuminated at nighttime either In Hanover last month, hot water was cut off at public buildings as the city seeks to cut consumption by 15%. The southern city of Augsburg decided to just turn off their traffic lights entirely, apparently, which is an interesting approach. I like that. Yeah. Well, there's actually studies that show if you don't have the the various different road controls, the signage and the lights and stuff, people drive more
2: carefully. You drive safer.
0: So that might be an interesting side effect of that one. In Spain, we reported on this one. Uh, Congress agreed to temperature limitations, air conditioning no cooler than 27 degrees Celsius or what is about uh, 81 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, that is in uh, public buildings such as any business that's open to the public. I don't believe that yet applies to people's apartments or homes. After 10 p.m., shop windows in unoccupied public buildings will not be lit in the whole country of Spain. So if you're a late night store, you are... Now out of business. You now, these guess. are
2: new regulations that are being foisted on these people, yes. or, or yeah, they're new. smart merchants are just deciding, you know what, we don't need these lights all the time. Let's save some money.
0: Air conditioning, uh, this is Italy now. Air conditioning in schools and public buildings have been limited in what the government labels Operation Thermostat starting as of May. All the more reason to take your kids out of public schools. First, they froze them during the winter by
3: forcing them to have windows open or to eat their meals outside or whatever. Now they're going to burn them up during the summer by raising the air conditioning up to 85 or 90 or whatever they're setting it at that's intolerable.
0: Right, and of course they're going to use all the heat to push the whole global warming thing. It's like, oh, you didn't know how hot it was until we forced you to turn the air conditioning off. Italy is one of, by the way, uh, way the uh, most reliant European countries on Russian energy in France, while roughly 70 percent of their energy comes from nuclear power, because for whatever reason, France gets it uh, in at least that one area. France has committed to cutting natural gas consumption as well. Shopkeepers will now be fined for keeping their doors open and air conditioning running a common practice. Illuminated signs will be banned entirely between 1 a.m. and 6 a.m. Now, this is that, just, that's when
3: you want illuminated signs.
0: What kind of insanity is that at uh, night?
3: 1 a.m. to what?
2: No, 6 a.m. Yeah, who's, who's actually walking around shopping? Unless
3: well, I tend to do my shopping. That, that well, that's when I prefer to do my shopping. But that's when you want your signs to be illuminated at night. If you're night. open
0: overnight, you definitely want it. It's not that important if you're not open. Right. Well, you don't want an illuminated sign during the day, That's is true. the point that I'm getting That's at. True.
3: And what the, now you can have it lit up at noon, but not 3 o'clock in the morning when it
0: might actually be useful. This is just the beginning, though. Yep. Okay? It's It's the early portion of this. People are starting to get pummeled by these rates. They're going to be cracking down on their own volition, on their own households. But the government gangs are going to come in harder and harder as the months get closer to the winter. That's just my prediction on this um and i think it's going to get i think it's going to get pretty ugly it's blame? not looking good putin mm, uh, yeah blame putin right yeah, yeah but, but the putin price hikes, as as biden put it putin, and you putin, know they're going to do the same thing here i'm surprised it didn't say that on the power bill where they were explaining <laughs> why i'm surprised <laughs> it didn't say it was putin putin did this to you
2: fine print maybe yeah. it's on the other side
0: yeah so that's what's going on well our me.
2: our local radio and NPR and they are
0: all saying that uh, the putin thing
2: oh yeah definitely of course they are
0: so you said they didn't make uh, some sort of message on the power bill. What was it? It said it was due to the increased price of natural gas. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why they had to double the rates.
2: Which we're buying from other states because we can't produce it here. Even though we have it, we have the ability I to... I don't have
3: any natural gas.
2: We have coal here in New Hampshire. Hmm. We, don't to, we don't need to truck our gas in from other states or hydro from Canada. We have, I
0: thought New Hampshire get coal from West Virginia
2: we're getting whatever it is i know we're getting 50 50 of our energy bill is is gas so the other is whatever hydro solar wind
0: yep if you want to weigh in here and share what things are like where you are maybe you're running a business and you just got your increased power bill somewhere in the world and you want to talk about it uh is it going to put you under are you going to be able to get away with whatever price hikes you're going to have to put on the products you're what are gonna your have to. going to have to hour 3 is coming up it's Free Talk Live
6: Free Talk Live
0: It's Free Talk Live and you can join us here the number is 603-283-6160 as we kick off the third hour of the program with you in the studio tonight it's Ian. How are you? And Conan, We've been talking about the energy price situation, which isn't just affecting people in Europe. It's affecting, uh, I don't know how much of the United States. I know that here in New Hampshire, supply rates just doubled from 10-something cents per kilowatt hour to Mm, 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 22-something per kilowatt hour. And uh, what's it like in your area? If you want to weigh in, you're welcome to do that. But one of the things that we mentioned on the show last night, and we kind of were just openly speculating about it, was what has happened with the Russian uh, liquefied natural gas that there's this natural gas pipeline called Nord Stream 1 that at the end of July, the Russians announced that they were going to be cutting the amount of this pipeline goes to Europe. So they were going to cut the amount of natural gas that is being sent to Europe down by four-fifths. So it's now one-fifth of what it was. (laughs) And they just said, you know what? You're going to have to live on that. Good luck this winter. We're not going to kill you. But but it's going to hurt. It's going to be uncomfortable. And so we just went through a a list of some of the things they're doing to cut back. They're mandating in some areas 15% cutbacks. In Spain, they're telling people they can't. Uh, Have air conditioning that's below 81 degrees Fahrenheit. And it's not even winter yet. No, not even. And this is just the beginning of whatever kind of energy, uh, austerity, or cutbacks they're going to start putting, shoving down people's throats. Now, again, some people are going to do it on their own volition just because the prices are already going crazy. Some people are seeing more than doubling. You said, Conan, there's a story where some people are seeing six times, five, six times their, their previous rates. Yep. Uh, businesses are going to go out of business because it looks ugly. It looks pretty bleak. But the question we were speculating on, I think it was last night on the show, was, well where's this extra national natural gas going they they just cut Well, we their- were
3: speculating because when we covered the story you know several weeks ago whatever i think it was you at the show prep that pointed out that it was instead just being sold to russia and china i mean to china and to, to, india to
0: china yeah and uh, right other countries that are friendly quote-unquote yeah. they're not backing the U- ukrainians they're not they're not like you know taking a side per se but they're not it, just the fact they're not taking a side means that they they're still able to do business uh with with Russia. So we knew it was going to China, but the still the question remains, like, yeah, but what are they doing with all that natural gas? You only need so much of it. So what they revealed is seems so obvious now. ZeroHedge.com gets the credit for this. Of course, they always sign their articles, Tyler Durden, so who knows who actually wrote the thing. Uh, but here here it is. Surprise. China's selling that liquid natural liquefied natural gas to the U.S. to Europe, probably some to U.S. too. Oh yeah, but, uh, So, so they,
2: they've removed Russia as the middleman. and They made China the new middleman. Well, Russia
0: wasn't the middleman, right? They were the just, ones. They were just well. They were, I'm supplying. sorry, not
2: middleman. They were supplying. Yeah. And, but now to get around that,
0: they've added a middleman bunch of
2: hypocrites is and what these people added are the
3: pr- added to the price they're not hypocrites europe didn't say we're not going we're boycotting russia and we're not going to buy their natural oil their anymore. leaders have no this is a russia did this russia said we're cutting your supply screw you
2: yeah and plenty of but, uh, plenty of european leaders have come straight out and says we're not going to we're boycotting russia we're not yeah. going to buy your dirty nasty oil well that's because they can't now well but no none of they the,
0: were saying it before russia made the cut they uh as i understand it they were talking tough right like, Oh yeah. well, we're 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 not going to do it right now, but down the road we're going to stop buying from you. And so Russia said, "Well, you can just stop buying now."
2: Yep. And, we're oh, here, and by the lot. way, here's some more sanctions yeah. that have only backfired and made Russia stronger for oh, it.
0: Right. So now Russia is still selling this natural gas. They're still selling. I don't know if it's the same amount, but there's a lot of it down to China because China's just turning right around, putting it on cargo ships. These humongous cargo. They got an image of one of these things. With like huge tanks on it, full of natural gas, that then travels God knows how far to get over to Europe, yeah, you know, on the ocean, right? How much does that cost? How much fuel do you have to burn to move a cargo ship full of fuel from China to Europe, just so you can offload that into tanker trucks and take it to uh, these various countries, so they can try to keep their uh, their house is warm, man. No
3: kidding. Winter. There's no direct sea route from China not to really. Europe.
2: By, and by the way, the, the the oil that they're not selling to China to be to middleman it to Europe. Guess what Russia's doing with it? They're burning it. Really? <laughs> they're flaring it. They, this is what you do when you have excess pressure, and you have to. You have oil. It's got to come. Right? You, you, it's got to come. Yeah. You can't just yeah. stop it. So right. if they have excess, they don't have they don't have tanks to put it in. They just burn it right into the atmosphere, and that's what they're doing.
0: Well. Here's a little bit of the detail from uh, Zero Hedge. They say that despite suppressed appetite for energy and the housing crash and economic downturn, by the way, housing prices are look like they're coming down now. Uh, they say they were surprised to read that China has been soaking up more Russian natural gas so far this year while imports from most other sources have declined In July, the uh, SCMP reported that according to Chinese customs data, in its first six months of the year, China bought a total of 2.35 million tons of liquefied natural gas, also known as LNG, valued at about 2.16 billion U.S., the import volume increased by 28.7% year-on-year, year, with a value surging by 182%. It meant that Russia surpassed Indonesia and the United States to become China's fourth-largest supplier so far this year. This is, of course, not to be confused with pipeline gas, where Russian producer Gazprom recently announced that its daily supplies to China via the Power of Siberia pipeline, so it's a different pipeline uh, going from Russia to China, had reached a new all-time high russia is china's second largest pipeline natural gas supplier after turkmenistan and earlier revealed the supply of russian pipeline gas to china had increased by 63.4 percent in the first half of 2022 what was behind this bizarre surge in russian lng imports analysts speculated after all while china's imports or china imports over half the natural gas it consumes with around two thirds in the form of liquefied natural gas so i guess there's two types so there's, I, I see, I I was not aware that the pipeline, I'm guessing it sounds like the pipeline stuff isn't liquefied natural gas. Maybe that's still like in gas form. If you know more about this stuff, feel free to call there it in. There are different
2: and, types of crude oil, and they all yeah. require different refining practices and they're burned differently. And I don't, I don't, I'm not a master of any of that.
0: But so I can look it up. Two thirds of the increase was in this liquefied natural gas demand. But that, that happening at the same time that demand supposedly is falling because of the shutdowns, right? So in China, we talked about uh, various cities where you're not even allowed to go to work. You weren't allowed to leave your house. So clearly there's not going to be as much going on there in those places. So why are they bringing in this extra natural gas? It's to flip it, to turn around and flip it to Europe. Uh, And they talk about how the Chinese Customs Office stopped publicizing the trade volume for the pipeline natural gas since the beginning of the year. And uh, their spokesperson confirmed the move was, quote, to protect the legitimate business rights and interests of the relevant importers and exporters, unquote. So they don't want, presumably they don't want Russia to know that they're selling that oil to Europe? They don't want other people to know that they're selling Russian gas to europe and they say it's hypocritical china has been quietly reselling that evil tainted russian liquid natural uh liquefied natural natural gas to the one place that desperately needs it more than anything europe and of course it's charging a kidney's worth of markups in the process now what's interesting is they cite the financial times which is a mainstream uh economic quote-unquote publication and Financial Times is covering, they're covering up, basically, for what's going on. Uh, They reported recently, quote, Europe's fears of gas shortages headed into winter may have been circumvented thanks to an unexpected white knight, China. So they're heralding China as the savior for Europe while not admitting that it's the very same supply that would have otherwise been going through a pipeline direct to Europe at the lowest possible rate. You know, I'm not a fan of war,
3: but it sounds like if China wanted to be able to get away with invading Taiwan, now is their opportunity. Because, I mean, that that just completely severs Europe's ability to get this natural gas in the first place.
0: The number here, if you want to join the show, it's 603-283-6160. Uh, the, you can share your thoughts on this or whatever. It happens to be on your mind. That's 603-283-6160. And they, actually, they actually mentioned, well, I won't get all in, deeper into this, but they get into like the kind of money that these middlemen are making. You it's know, got to be a lot. Per transaction. They're loving this. Yep. Uh, and the poor people of Europe, man, they did it to themselves by supporting the invasion of Ukraine. It is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. 603-283-6160. Surprise, surprise, the folks in Europe who are now desperate to stay warm this wintertime and are trying to uh, stack up some reserves because the Russian government's uh, energy supplier, Gazprom, cut their natural gas supply line down to one-fifth.
2: By, what by request, if you th- think about
0: it. They asked for it. Yeah, they asked for it. Yeah, They they, said, got, they got asking, thou shalt receive. And they thought they were going to punish Russia, and it turns out the punishment's coming back on them. Uh And so- they've
3: had plenty of time to deal with this. And they'll, by the time winter gets here, they'll have had nearly a full year to come up with some sort of alternative solution for keeping their people, you know, warm and not freezing to death in the middle of winter. But instead... They seem to be doing nothing.
0: Well, no, unless, no, unless this is,
2: unless this is all intentional.
0: They're doing something. They're buying this natural gas product from China that China's importing from Russia and pretending like they don't know where it came from because, well, maybe they really are that ignorant. I don't know, but they're paying way too much uh-huh. for it's, it. Yeah, exactly.
2: What's the markup? Yeah. It's
3: clearly not a solution, though, because they're still it's, having to implement all of these austerity measures, and it's only going to get worse in the winter.
0: Well, it is that's all true, but according to the story here at Zero Hedge, they say that the uh, European gas storage occupancy rate is up to 77%, and they're hoping to reach their goal of filling 80% of their gas storage facilities by november at which point it will start draining the reserves at a breakneck pace just to keep warm during the winter time so they are getting close to their goal what that will actually mean for you know life this winter in europe remains to be seen but they're paying through the nose for this stuff to get get it all the way over from china Uh, but we're going to go to your calls and thoughts tim is on the line listening to wndb in daytona beach florida go ahead tim
6: oh hi um I like your alarmist things here, but Europe has existed for two thousand years on wood, so I think they're going
0: to make it. <laughs> well, like I said, they're probably going to survive. Yeah, but uh, do but do regulations
2: allow them to burn? You know, in some of these. What if you're in the city? Is that, is that even an option to burn wood?
3: Well, I don't. I don't want my upstairs neighbor or my downstairs neighbor to to light up campfire in the middle of their living room. That's and a terrible
2: a, idea. A lot of these places don't have... They don't have wood, wood stoves. stoves anymore because they've all been outlawed.
6: Uh, well, I think they're going to make it. Uh, why do why okay. you sounding an alarm here? I mean,
0: what do you mean? Why, why are we aren't sounding you? an alarm? I mean, I mean prices just I don't know how it is how, down there in Florida, but prices just doubled on uh, electric supply here. You
3: basically just said they're going to be fine. And then when we disputed your allegation about them burning wood or whatever, by pointing out that, that you know, they can't just burn wood in their living room. You're like, oh, it's still going to just be fine. Why, why aren't you facing reality would be a better question. Maybe because he
2: lives in Florida and he doesn't need heat to survive the winter. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, go uh, ahead. Go ahead, Tim.
6: Uh, We need heat here. It gets down to 40 degrees. When you used to die, Tim, yeah,
0: like one day, dude, I used to live in Florida. Ian
2: and I both grew up in Florida. I was wearing shorts (laughs) in in January.
0: (laughs) So, What's your electric uh, bill like down there? Have they not raised the rates in Florida yet? Are you guys still sitting pretty? Yeah. um, I got a credit on my bill this month.
2: (laughs) Is that that because you you
6: have solar solar or something? Yeah. I'm fine. I got I got a refund on my deposit is that you're good peer.
0: Well, hey, laugh Second it I'm up, negative. man. You're all set then. I mean, you don't have anything to worry about. You can just watch the world burn and uh, it's Let all them good, eat right? Let the meat cake. I'm not watching the world burn. You are <laughs> to you, okay. You're just not paying attention, <laughs> man. Are you, are
2: you also driving a Tesla? Yeah.
6: I don't drive. I drive a bicycle.
0: He rides a bike. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think they're going to survive the winter, but it is going to be the least comfortable winter probably in many people's lifetimes in Europe,
6: and it will be the most beneficial winter they ever had to get off. Pits.
0: There you go. There, you go.
2: there you go. Ah, and that's and I told you this. There's, there's a reason for all of this. They want to go 100% green. They believe mm-hmm. that they're telling mm-hmm. everyone that Ukraine, Putin, bad, fossil fuel, bad, but windmills and solar, even though they don't work all the time, that's what we need to move okay. to. But, what, but Tim, what, what do you think about nuclear?
6: Oh, uh, I don't care. You guys, Whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on, so, no, stop, care. stop,
2: stop, stop, because that is we've been saying on this show. That's the way to go. But the but the fossil fuel industry and the green the green energy uh, people they don't want nuclear why when that is the way or at least fission this is the way to go but they won't make the money that they want so you're so you're still empowering uh, this this these uh, these tech these energy tech giants uh, by allowing brother, them I, to control the, the show
6: I don't care brother. We're going to make it on wood. I don't care what the nuclear, gas, okay. natural
0: gas. So you don't oppose it. You it's don't oppose otherwise. nuclear then. You're just opposed to natural no, no, gas? I'm
6: not no, not at all.
0: I thought you if just a few to... moments ago were dancing on natural gas's grave.
6: Well, yeah, it's the cleanest thing in the world. But, ha, ha, but I don't need it. I, there's no natural gas in my. I don't use natural gas.
2: Yeah, but everyone else in the world does, Tim. And
0: he obviously doesn't care
2: what happens to those people.
6: (laughs) But you can make it. You don't need it. Okay. Yeah, All right.
0: You brother. made your point. Thank you, Tim, for the call.
2: Uh, magic, magic unicorn farts is the answer. To, <laughs> that's that's what my that's what my truck is going to be running off uh, yeah. a couple years from now. I well,
0: mean,
3: it was pretty clear from the moment that he was like, "You guys are being alarmist." I was like, "No, we're pointing out the facts here. Why are why aren't you being a realist?" Would be a better question. Because he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Just
0: doesn't care, yeah. Yeah. Just doesn't care about. And, and, and he
3: absolutely hates fossil fuels with a
2: passion. It sounds like to me. And I don't he, think and, he does. He said
0: he didn't care. I, like, I, that's what it sounded like, and then it sounded like he just didn't care. Well, about it. He was I, just I your ultimate American. Lim- he,
3: everything's going to be fine. I don't care. That's doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. Why, why, don't you, why don't you tell the, going the, up? the truck
2: driver Tim? That's the, that's the, that's, the, that's carrying all of your uh, luxuries to you or to your store that you mm-hmm. shop at that you drive to on your bicycle. Why don't you tell him that he can't drive his truck anymore and he needs to get a bike? to deliver all of his hundreds of tons of uh, of merchandise.
0: Let's go to uh, Major Payne. doesn't make any sense. Very unrealistic. Major Payne's in Michigan. Go ahead.
7: Yeah, Tim might not use any gas, but I just heard him produce a bunch of it.
0: (laughs) Good call. Nice. All
7: right. um, As far as you guys are talking about the uh, propane and natural gas and whatnot. Yes, sir. The difference is I don't... They have to put a particular stink in propane. I don't know if you've ever tapped a grill or whatever and got sure. away from that stuff. Yeah, it's a
2: safety safety precaution. It. Yep.
7: And you'll notice that in, when you're cooking or whatever, the tank will get cold, and if it's a little bit chilly in the fall, you'll actually get ice growing on the outside of the tank.
2: Yep, condensation yeah. as well.
7: Yep, yep, yep. Well, that's just because it's cool and it's attracting the moisture, just like an air conditioner does dripping mm-hmm. in hot, they'll pee. But But uh, when it gets 20 degrees, that stuff gels up, and it won't work. 20 below zero
2: i've heard this Mm -hmm. so sometimes uh, they even have they even have special heaters to heat up your your propane in order for it to flow
3: well everything has a freezing point it makes sense right yeah what's that have to do with the conversation though
7: well the natural gas that they run through the pipeline under your street Mm -hmm. that won't gel up Uh
0: uh-huh
7: it's a a cleaner gas i see uh when you jet a stove for that, the jets are a little smaller than if you're running propane, you need a little bit bigger jet to get the same flame.
0: So is the liquefied natural gas the stuff that will gel up and the, the non-liquefied one is the one that doesn't?
7: Yeah, and it's also the one that you're running on the freighter. It's the stuff you put in your pig in the front yard. LPG. liquefied petroleum gas.
0: Thanks for clearing that up, Major. Appreciate hearing from you. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. On the way, the latest on Lambda, Google's artificial intelligence. Ari's got an update. I'll share it with you. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. You can join us. Bring up whatever you want here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160 joining you tonight. You've got Ian
2: and Conan. We're
0: going to get into uh, the latest on Google's Lambda and just AI in general because we did talk a couple weeks ago about some of the art AIs that are out there and things have gotten even more interesting in that area. So we'll get into that coming up here. Moving into new territory. Brand yeah. Brand spanking new territory. Some very exciting stuff happening out there. Uh, but first, we're going to go to your phone calls and thoughts. Uh, let's go to Sarah. She's on the line in New Mexico. Go ahead, Sarah. Oh, yes. Um, get
4: off the speaker phone. Okay. How am I coming? Wait.
0: There you are. Go ahead.
4: Yes, I just want to say that I'll be calling the two four three vote number. Two four three vote. Yeah, that's our that's our county clerk number. Oh, vote. It. Yeah. Okay. So, so the actual number is two four three eight six eight three. But if you if you could remember the V O T E, why would we care? Well. I don't know, if somebody's listening from New Mexico, they could get that number. How many callers do what
0: you What is you the point them? of that number? What, what, what happens when you call that number?
4: Well, in our state, you could vote by mail, but they want it in writing. So I have to call and ask for the application, um, or you could download it from the computer, print it out, and you have to mail it back. And then I start getting the real ballots through the mail around cool. like... I'll Sa- it Sarah, have,
2: have you ever voted in person before? Did you ever go to a physical location and, and type in, fill out a ballot and put and run it through the well, machine?
4: I
3: have. Yeah, I have. But you,
2: but um, you don't I want to because, to because to you'd rather call. bring it right to you and you're going to hand it to She's your mailman. Because you're I, lazy. I
3: don't know about that. She just used some terms that I don't think Sarah should know the answers, uh, should know the meanings of. You mentioned downloading stuff with a computer, Sarah. Ooh. She said
2: apps. Yep. Do you have a uh, do, you, hey, do you have a smartphone, Sarah?
3: No,
4: but I I don't have a that But Richard family got one. How do you even know what loading.
3: downloading is?
4: Well, isn't that where you tell the computer it shows up on the screen and have it you have a printer and it prints it out? And it, basically, it's the same thing as the or did you get that? It's the same application. They just you just sign it and send it back.
0: So, Sarah's I mean, learning things about thing. internets. I, but her, her uh, response to my you?
3: question sounded like the jarbled, g- confused mess that I would have expected. Her understanding of downloads. Sure, to be. So sure. It checks out. Go ahead, sir. Okay,
0: so wait. You said, Richard, your roommate has uh, a, uh, was it a smartphone or a laptop, or what did he get?
4: No, he finally got the, the phone with the Wi-Fi. Uh-huh. And
0: then
4: the phone po- talks, talks back to him. He said, how can I help you and all that? So um, yeah, I think it's a. What smartphone. do you think
0: about that, Sarah? I mean, so you're watching him use this technology. Have you ever seen this in action before? Have You ever seen somebody use a phone or talk to a phone?
4: Well, I, I've seen them. So it's getting it's getting to the point where we have to get one because um, with that network marketing, we
0: have to
4: watch <laughs> videos. That, I mean, to earn our commissions, we get to get our bonuses, uh-huh. so that. We, so, then, and then, and then the. So, you can't do
0: business the old way. You can't do it the old fashioned way anymore. You got to have the technology to compete, is what you're saying. You got to upgrade.
4: Well, I mean, they, because uh, they, they figured that you're going to be a good, um, I mean, a good marketer if you get educated. And the only way they, they're going to do it is through the computer so that you have to get a smartphone. And then once you watch those, they give you the bonuses. And then. Now, what is uh, your
0: reason for wanting to vote by mm-hmm. mail?
4: Well, you know, I have a paranoia. I, she doesn't I mean,
3: get run over by walking to, be, <laughs> to the to the bus.
4: Maybe, maybe part of it is laziness. And okay. The thing is that I'm I'm afraid of being around people. I mean, with really? agoraphobia. Like I I I'm always uh, there's people that are afraid to go outside and ride the bus, and mm-hmm. I don't like to be in public. There's people that are afraid of people, that.
0: Um, are you afraid of, of people way. for a reason? Mm-hmm. Like, did somebody randomly attack you in real life? Like, why are you afraid of people?
4: Well, you know, the thing is that it is, when you're out and about, uh, walking around, you have to be on your toes. I'm, I'm sure that it's like that where you
3: live, too. And No, no, no it's not.
0: It's, not. it's actually pretty safe on. here, uh, I feel. I'm not like... I don't feel like I have to be uh you know completely. I mean to be
3: to be fair though, Sarah is a woman and they, their experiences with being on their toes is drastically different. different from yeah. anything any of us experience.
0: I, I, I can believe that. Um well I mean Bonnie is right. in the room here. Bonnie, are you afraid when you go outside in, in Keene, New Hampshire? No, she's saying no. She's not. she's a little lady. I mean she's pretty yeah. she's pretty small. Uh, don't you work with autocracy Go
4: yeah. ahead, Sarah? What yeah. This is Albuquerque. We got drunks, homeless people, people on. We got homeless
2: people. We got, the, we, people. got we got lots of homeless people here. Yeah, I yeah, guess but,
0: it's but just but the I way you I approach I your life. I, uh, I suppose. So you you're just too afraid to leave your house. So you're you're grateful that you have the opportunity to uh, to do a vote by mail. Okay. What are, What are gun laws like in Albuquerque? Okay. Well,
4: I I have no idea, but it's pretty bad. Stats. For like homicides and the gun-related like suicides, we're pretty bad. We're ranked number seven with all the um gun-related deaths. So I don't really know what the actual law is. I think they're gonna restrict the ones with the um domestic violence. So if you have a domestic violence, I don't know if that passed or not. That they were gonna, it's like California, they take the guns from you if you have a a, a, been hospitalized. I I don't know the updated law. But Bob, is that the reason that we're putting cameras downtown? Because they've known to have like people get shot at one o'clock in the morning with a dope deal gone bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? They find people dead, like. o'clock in the morning and that's when they all come out
3: well i just wanted to say because this is bonnie and ian asked if i'm afraid to leave the house um here in Keene, new hampshire i'm not afraid to leave the house in Keene, new hampshire but i probably would be if i was all alone in albuquerque new mexico because a a bunch of crazy people live there fair enough and and don't you run
2: a register where you're dealing with people all day long
3: uh, yeah, I used to. And there was a homeless guy who cut, C- comes came and in all harasses the time you <laughs> and talks to me for like yeah. as long as he can. And It's just hard to get him out of there. But it'd be worse in Albuquerque because they're all basically homeless, crazy
0: people. Sarah, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. You know, I think this is uh, I think
2: Sarah really proved that the new the, the singularity, the move to transhumanism is r- real she has been living in the dark ages she has, yeah. and she has or at least she has her roommate has upgraded to the next level of human humanity to be able to cope with the with with the the, the rising tech the rising need for he technology, you had to, you had to, yep.
0: And
3: I mean, well, it's they th- could continue subsisting off of you know the welfare or whatever it is they're yeah. doing. We we don't really know why Richard finally got a cell phone.
0: Eventually, they're going to make you have a phone to get welfare payments too, right? CBDC. You're going so to have to download move. an yeah. app,
3: yeah.
2: and there's going to be a a, a, a QR but code worry, that you the,
0: that you scan. The government will give you the phone. But I mean, the, the next phone.
2: level for the rest of us who aren't playing this game, you know, you know, we've upgraded. We had smartphones ten years ago. Sure. Uh, but what's the, the what's, but what's the next level Throwing where we're the actually trash? <laughs> we're actually upgrading our bodies in order to cope yeah. with the rise in technology where we where we won't be able to compete with each other if we don't get some type of bodily upgrade.
3: See, I think we'll take the opposite route. I think we'll just say, you know what, that's. The we'll reach a breaking point where we decide that this isn't the life that we want to live and We'll just scrap mm. them.
2: Yes, old fogies might but I mean, uh, are the millennials and the zoomers going to play that game? You, I don't I, care I think, what sh- they do. I
3: think they'll be standing
2: in line around the corner to get their, their latest iPhone temp, no. uh, uh, CPU upgrade to their brains.
0: It does, it seems counterintuitive to think that the pendulum could swing in the other direction the way you're saying, Arya, but it could happen. There could be a real pushback, especially against AI when you might not just be competing with other humans by having upgrade you may have to compete with computers in the future and that's what we've been talking about here on occasion, that's where i was going is this ai uh google's got one that is essentially a a, a chat bot that yes. talks to people it's a chat God bot Lambda. it's a
2: chat, bat, a chat i'm sorry it's a chat bot that programs and other creates chat other bots. chat bots right. which is the most magical part about this but scenario. apparently
0: if you got the right access you can talk to the real bot behind the bots And that's what one of their... uh, The man behind the green curtain? Yeah, that's what one of their ethicists, I believe, is what his role was, was doing. He came out a few weeks ago, several weeks ago, and said that this thing is sentient. A lot of people said, uh-uh, no, it's not. And he released the alleged chat logs. I found them very Very persuasive. Very convincing. Uh, But now, apparently, Google says they're going to let the public... Talk to Lambda. Oh. But um, are they really? Are, are we going to get another Tay? There's more coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. Yeah. Yeah, it is Free Talk Live. The phones here are opening in the remaining moments. Should you want to join us, number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160 we got big changes coming up this week on our podcast. If you are subscribing to the Daily Digest or full episode RSS feeds, we'd like to ask you to resubscribe to the main Free Talk Live podcast feed. The other feeds aren't going to go away that we know of, but they do rely on a third party. And so, I mean, if they shut down, then we can't keep them there. So uh, we're, the reason why you should make that change, though, is because we're going to move the Daily Digest to our main podcast as, uh, as sort of the only thing that we we focus on. We're not going to put the full radio shows on there anymore. And the reason why is we suspect that our podcasts might be being held back as far as potential popularity, potential share-around rates, uh, people listening and that sort of thing, because they are full radio shows. they got all the radio recaps and the resets that we do whenever we come back from a break and that kind of stuff. So maybe the podcast will be better for a podcast audience if it's something that's just the highlights of the show so riley blake who's been doing our daily digest for years is on board with this and he's gonna basically he's doubled the daily digest length that's already happened but we're gonna pull the trigger on making his thing basically the focus starting on september 1st that said uh because the Beard Talk Live shows that are going on on Saturday nights are internet-only shows. Those aren't really radio shows, so I'm going to include the full, however long those things are. So they've been like three hours long. Those, I think, are, I'm going to still going to go out on the podcast. So we're, we're making the podcast a more internet-focused thing rather than just, let's just toss the radio show in there. It's kind of what's going to happen this week. So just want you to be aware of that if you do want to continue to receive the full radio show via an rss feed you can sign up for our amps program at amps.freetalklive.com and some people have been confused about that uh patreon does provide an rss feed so if you're using a podcast client to receive the show and you want to keep doing that, you can do that with Patreon, as I understand it. Uh, you can go to amps.freetalklive.com to get signed up there for 5 bucks a month. Otherwise, uh, if you want you know, free options, you can still listen to us live every night, 7 to 10 at night Eastern. That's a radio show. And then also the video uh, files are going to be available and continue to be available over at our odyssey channel at video.freetalklive.com so there's multiple ways to continue to hear the full radio show experience if you're not an actual radio listener which of course nothing will change for you if you are a radio listener so thank you to uh to everybody out there who listens to the show in whatever way possible And, and to for those of you frustrated by the change i hope you can understand we we needed to try something new so we're gonna try it maybe it won't work
3: I mean, I, I love the idea, though. And to me, On Demand, I remember the very first time I discovered, like, On Demand programming. It was through Adult Swims. Just one mm-hmm. episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force was available for free, and it was just the the world that it opened up to, be, mm-hmm. to not be restricted to the programming that someone else decides I should watch at mm-hmm. a given time. And then, of course, there was Netflix streaming, and the streaming just took off after that. The idea of having to tune in to a radio show at, like, some specific time is just... It's so inconvenient. Well, like, that's
0: still going to be there. We're know, not changing that. I know. Right?
3: But now now we have better options for people. They can tune in whenever they want to listen well, to the podcast. I know. That's always been true.
0: I know. <laughs> okay. That's been true for 15 years. But the podcast
3: years. is improving, was the point that I, I was working so. on getting towards. Yeah,
0: I, I hope so. Uh, I I think that's going to be reflected. We'll see. We'll give it some time and yeah. we'll see how it works out. Uh, all right. So AI, what's the word with Lambda? This is the Google AI that has been. Well, you pretty
3: much said all of it previously. They're allegedly opening it up. Right. Now, I'm on the waiting list. I'm very anxious to talk to Lambda. It have been since you know, but they have the question- got a new app right. Some sort of yes. AI thing. It's Well, I don't know if it's a new app or what, but it's now open I've never to heard the public. It. It's yeah. called AI Test Kitchen or something yeah, like that. that sounds it's, right. it's basically just an app, as I understand it, that will let you talk to their chat bot.
2: Allegedly. I, I, I think it's going to involve basically everything that they unroll. Google today launched AI Test Kitchen, an Android app that allows users to try out experimental AI powered systems from the company labs before they make their way into production. Beginning today, folks, interests can complete complete a sign up form for the AI test kitchen mm-hmm. as uh, uh, begins to roll out gradually to a small groups in the U.S. So, question mm-hmm. is: Is are you even going to get selected? I know I signed That's up for the Dolly. Key question. Dolly, like three weeks ago, and nothing. I have nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you so, try Midjourney yet? I'm not. Well, I I have it, uh, but I'm not going to pay for it. I didn't want to pay for it right off the bat, yeah, yeah. but now I might not have to if this new uh, open soft uh, open software uh, uh, AI. What is it? Stability.
0: Stable diffusion. We'll, we'll talk about that coming up here. Um, but so, if you want to get into the lambda beta test, you got to sign up for this. What was the
3: program called?
2: It's called Test it's Kitchen? called the a, Google's well, there's AI an app. Test Kitchen.
3: As I understand it, uh, the mm-hmm. AI Test Kitchen is an app, and it's got you know various plugins or yeah. whatever, various ways that you can use the app. And talking to Lambda is just one of them. And Lambda uh-huh. has the waiting list. You don't need to to download the, to what sign up for a waiting list right now. Nothing.
0: So you But that's what the he's app. getting
3: at, is that eventually there's going to have all of these different ways you can a- interact with a- Google mm-hmm. AIs right now. Maybe they're going to have
0: a graphical one, too. Yeah. Right now, know? in
3: theory, it's just Lambda, and Lambda does have a waiting list.
0: So you downloaded the app and signed up for the waiting list? Yes. Okay.
3: And, right. uh, you know... I'm anxious to have a conversation with this thing, but, you know, it raises the question of whether or not I'm going to actually have a conversation with the same thing that the...
0: Uh, what was the guy's name? Blake Lemoyne, I think, was his name. Yeah, am I going to be out.
3: having a conversation with that same chatbot or a chatbot that was created by that yeah. chatbot? and
0: uh, How would you know? I, I can't. You can't. I can't trust I, Google I, to tell you the truth. That's this,
3: exactly it. They took Don't Be Evil yeah. out of their, you know, policies. Oh, so they? they did. Oh, yeah,
0: years ago. This
2: article at TechCrunch... Uh, is really making it sound like they don't want another Tay Microsoft's AI chat. They Tay, solved that on their issues, hands.
0: They
3: solved that long ago, though. the The, the possibility of one of these chatbots suddenly becoming a racist, Nazi, homophobe they they nipped that in the bud.
2: <laughs> did Did they? Where's Tay? Is Tay is Tay unplugged or is he out there somewhere?
3: Because Tay was badly programmed.
2: Here, listen to this: Systems within AI test kitchen will attempt to automatically detect and filter out objectionable words or phrases that might might be sexually explicit, hateful, or offensive, violent, or illegal. Or divulge personal information. Google says. Right. Google says.
0: That's but, why the the Facebook bot that we were playing yeah. with uh, a couple of weeks ago. If we bring up Jeffrey Epstein, it always changes the topic. Yeah. See,
3: it, Tay did not do that, and that's why no one. That's why Tay was retired. But well, I, yeah. I but I think
2: that that is going to be part of your testing process. Is that. They're going to have this conversation or whatever, or Mm. it's going to have a conversation with you, and you're going to be giving options like, I found this offensive, or I found this true, or I found this fake news.
0: Mm. You're going to
3: train their bot for them, basically. Correct. That's how they all are. I mean, you can do that with the Facebook one as well. It's got no memory,
0: so if you refresh the page, it completely forgets your chats or whatever. Whereas the Lambda, at least in the chat log, the dude leaked out it knew who he was it p- remembered previous conversations it had, did a
3: really good job of pretending to yeah, remember yep, yep
0: uh so you mentioned the the ai art and i i wish we had another hour to oh, talk yeah. about this stuff
2: absolutely this is the new uh, new realm new era we're moving into i be,
0: because it's pretty amazing and the uh the big problem and you just touched on it with the chat bots. it's also true with the ai art bots is what about explicit censorship going on here and all these companies, all these organizations that have put this stuff together so far, almost all of them have said, oh, we're really concerned with how someone might use our technology, so we're going to restrict what people can do with it. Yep. And so there are certain things that they will just not allow you to generate artwork of until now. Until, I believe, six or seven days ago, something called stable diffusion. You actually gave me a heads up about this a couple weeks ago. ARIA, this stable diffusion uh, thing a- a- AI that was supposed to be more open, but still, even on their website where you can test this thing out, they still have restrictions. Right. But what happened was the model quote-unquote leaked. So there's like a four gigabyte file out there that you can download. And if you go to 4chan and you search for Stable Diffusion, they give you the links. Yeah, so of course, it's, it's easy enough to, to g- find. I,
2: by the way, I've gotten that far. I've yeah. got the four gigs downloaded, and I then just, you now can, I just need to open right, it up.
0: You just follow a walkthrough. You have to compile, like you know, a thing. You get to download Python or whatever. But there's a pr- there's like a walkthrough for dummies, basically the retard's walkthrough that that'll get you up. And it's on and
3: 4chan, so you know it's Honest. legit. The, the way, retard's wait. You
2: gotta you gotta. Be a little savvy. Sarah is never yeah, going to no, use Sarah this. Sarah can't do this. Uh, you have got to know
0: computers to some extent. You got to be able to follow instructions. And if you can follow the instructions, you will get this thing up and running. And there is no restrictions. Have you gotten uh, it up and running? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Sure have. And, and how
2: do you how do you feel about it? uh uh, just just having having already tried mid mid journey
0: do you just to test it uh put in like you know naked brunette woman because that you're not going to get through anything anywhere else and it generated images nice Uh, now the faces weren't quite on i wouldn't say uh but are they better than what
3: the original leaked mini dolly did oh
0: yeah oh yeah definitely way 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 better than that so there's some interesting things that are going to happen now about this and we're going to have to cover that at another time yeah. it's going gonna,
2: gonna to start with visual and then before you know it yeah. people are going to be creating ai created songs
0: that's already been happening.
2: ai created video
0: yeah but uh, people are going to be people are feeling threatened by this artists artists are, are pissed about this
3: they need to get better then
0: and there's some interesting legal aspects to it and we're not going to have time to cover but we will In the future, on other episodes of Free Talk Live. This thing is just getting started, too, and it's pretty amazing. See you tomorrow night.